Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code RIF for a special offer when you sign up. That's code RIF for a special offer when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hi there. Good morning on a Thursday, the 24th of March. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak minus Chuck the Freak today. He uh, is out. He's got a bad migraine or something. He should be back with us. Stuck with James the Perv. James James the the Perv. perv. (laughs) He's in here in the studio with us this morning. Well, this fits right into that. Remember, um, just a little while ago, we were talking about this. They came out with a list of the most effective cures for the hiccups. Yes, because yeah. one of Andy's biggest fears is that he'll get hiccups that will never leave him. Right, right. right? And I forgot the, what the list was. I had the hiccups the other day, and I what was on that you list? You blew it. You had the opportunity to cure <laughs> your hiccups. I don't remember my memory. You can't failed ever remember me. any of this. Like, drink a glass from the other side was one of them. Yeah. Remember, like there was certain things. Was it like balancing on, balancing on a leg or something? Oh yeah. See, some, that's what I wanted to, take to a try. Mind off of it or some some weird strategy. Well, Lisa, uh, you forget about them okay. all. Okay, all right. Because they've now come out with a new report saying that's all great. Mm. But there's one most effective way to guarantee what it's going to be. It's going to be self-pleasuring. Yeah. Insert a finger in your rectum. Oh, <laughs> for some, yes. They kicked it up. That's exactly. It was, it was even more than what I thought it was. Hiccups bugging me? We got something to fix that. Stick a finger right in your ear. You forget all about the hiccups. They have decided, according to this panel of medical experts, the most effective cure for hiccups is inserting a finger into your rectum. Well, guys, if you guys ever have the hiccups, let me know. I can be your hiccup doctor. I got the cure right here. Uh, I think I'll just deal with the hiccups. And yeah, some people might fake the hiccups because they oh, want yeah. that. Oh, yeah, they want, to get, they want somebody to oh, get God, it. Oh, God, I got the hiccups again. again. No wonder you always has the hiccups. <laughs> Every time I come over, he's like... <laughs> Like, oh, you need the cure, huh? That's right. The fake hiccupers. Yeah. Let me get my hiccup gun locked and loaded. <laughs> Bow! I've had hiccups so far. Have you ever had hiccups that are, like, painful? I've had hiccups oh, yeah. that, like... Yeah, it's been a while. I've but... had one that almost brought me to tears before. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like the most pathetic noise. Hopefully you weren't doing it around a female. No, it was by worst. myself, okay. thank God. Which is where I do all my crying. That's, but, that's um, my favorite spot to do it by myself. But yeah, I remember that. It was like one where I was like, ow, ow. <laughs> and then you're crying and hiccuping. It's like terrible combo. Yeah, that's a bad combo. No, I've definitely had painful hiccups before. Yeah, when they go on so long. It's like, yeah, it's like, why? <laughs> so I mean, it's either cry or put a finger up your bum, and so that's yeah. your, now you stick with crying. I always go cry before that <laughs> <laughs> and after. It's the last uh-huh. resort. <laughs> but there you go. So that now, after all the debate of what's the most effective way, doctors say that's it. Wow, I feel like you should have did a knowledge bomb, mind blown. I know, boom. I think that it's like something in your brain. That's your brain isn't communicating with your diaphragm. It's something weird like that. Uh, Diaphragm. (laughs) Like, I'm counting on you. What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's about distracting yourself, too, right? Distracting your brain. Mm -hmm, That's what it is. And so that's that's the biggest distraction. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? Have you ever had a dream that was so weird? You immediately Googled it the next morning. I've had some weird dreams, but I've never actually done that. 
You know, yeah. we talk about them on the show or something, but I've never been like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't like the people that have these like weird things about like symbolism in their dreams and all yeah, that. I don't have I, all I, that. Yeah. I, the dreams I remember are so unique that I don't think that they're Googleable. Yeah, the, yeah, it's something that everybody's brain would do. Come on, I'm sure everybody said they dream of riding a giant hoagie through space. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that's there. Giant hoagie. That's dream. just you, I live it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish my dreams were that fun. No, I actually Googled back when I was living in Arizona. I would keep having these recurring dreams of my teeth falling out. Uh, like my teeth would keep falling out. I'm like, why do I keep having this dream? And I looked it up. I think it just it related to stress. Like, yeah. you're stressed. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Because every time I'd go to bed, uh, I'd have these dreams where just I'd be eating something. And all of a sudden, my teeth would just like fall out as I'm trying to eat it. Oh, wow. That is by far crazy. the most searched for dream in is America. It really? You're yeah. kidding me. Teeth falling out. Huh. Wow. By Let's far. See. Like, I would constantly have those dreams. And would they'd be even worse because I'd be, like, so stressed out in Arizona uh, and so, like, upset. I would take uh, whatever that uh, little pill to, to sleep. that Melatonin. Melatonin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then those oh, dreams those would be intensified even worse. Yeah. That's yeah. when I, then I would start dreaming about that. I was dying. And then there was one time I thought I, I, I dreamt that I drowned, but I was still, like, alive underwater. So Very stressed. But the tea stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Stressing yeah. me out right now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Let's change the tone. I don't want to stress any. the world out. <clears throat> like but. teeth in my dreams or anything. No, I've never had that either. No, me neither. And yeah. I've been stressed, and yeah. I deal with stress, but um, Americans Google that four times more than any other dream, the teeth falling out dream. That's wild. I'm a statistic, man. But they say it is. it can be stress or big life changes, no. self-esteem yeah, issues, yeah. or embarrassment huh. are the main reasons. Well, I'll check them all off. I'm embarrassed now that I used to do this <laughs> illustrious job in radio back home in my home state, and now I'm here in Arizona pumping gas. Right, and you've had some was. big life changes. Life changes yeah, moving across the country. satisfied with. Yeah, my first time moving in with a female and her sister. I was a lot of... There's a lot of madness going on uh, in that time of my life. So That makes sense. Bye-bye, teeth. At least my dream teeth. Bye, dream teeth. Yeah. So teeth falling out is the number one. Uh, these are the top ten that we Google the most. Snakes next. Dreams about your ex. Spiders. Vacations. Being chased. Weddings. Flies. Ooh, mm, I never, never had flies in my dream. Me neither. Yeah, that's weird. I had ants last night. What does that mean? Ants in a baby diaper. You got that on the list? No, no. it doesn't seem to oh, make no. the list here. All right. I'll have to go back to dream moods. That that's what I used to use to find out. Specific to Jason. Oh, is that like an app? Dream moods? Dream moods is like a hub of, it explains what So you're this guy, mean. Jason. You go investigate <laughs> what you've been dreaming about. I have. Yeah, I didn't okay. Google this one today, okay. but I, I have, yes. Right. Right. Let's just Google it ourselves. Let's see if anything comes up. Dream... About ants and diapers. I don't think anyone else in the world has done this, but let's see. Ants and diapers. Mind your butts, Jason. Dreams about ants on a baby. Well, that's not good news. I'm not going to read you that one. I see uh, it. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> it's about the end of some relationship in your life. Um, ants. Dream, ants appearing in dreams are quite common in people. Actually connected to one's work ethic, how you react, feel, and handle work. Hmm. Huh. Well, never had any ant dreams. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're the little, little, little worker ant. I guess. Yeah. Um, so we were at flies. Sex, another one of the top ten dreams we Google the most in America. And dreams that involve bears huh. makes the top ten. Mm-hmm. Like the wild animal or like the big burly gay man? No, I, I would assume the wild oh, animal. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps for some, the big burly gotcha. gay man. <laughs> but, I think those guys appear in my dreams more than the animal. I'm sure, yep. The most searched dream worldwide is snakes. 
So it's teeth falling out in America, but worldwide it's snakes. Mm. Dreams about snakes are supposed to represent hidden fears or worries. Or you just hate snakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have a lot of dreams about no, that either. I, I, I don't, don't remember my dreams. Like I said, I, we, yeah. we'd like kind of takes all that away. There's some psychologists that are really into dreams. Yeah. They want to analyze them. Nobody ever has known what they mean, I don't think, or anything. Yeah, it's like, isn't it just someone's opinion? Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. I do like kind of, I don't know, like a technology that's useless that I kind of wish they had is the ability to watch your dreams oh, like yeah. a movie if you don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Like see what, what your brain's cooking up in the middle of the night because... I've had zombie dreams. I've had stuff like that that I think are more universal. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, pregnancy dreams are third in the world, which are supposed to signal growth or development. Then marriage dreams, which signify commitment. Then dreams about an ex, which could be a sign that someone's making you feel the same way your ex did. Hmm. Now, here are a few weird ones. Dreams about lice are common in Central America. We got a big problem with that. Maybe down they're there. dealing Maybe they with do. that more than we do. Yeah. Uh, people in Fiji dream about peacocks the most. So they must be running around a lot down there. Or they're like a big nuisance, you know, all the damn peacocks. Well, they're the annoying. They go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got like the craziest noise they make. Do they? Yeah. I've they're never. Like, I've never. I just feel like they're always call. chasing people around the, the the zoo. Oh yeah. My, uh, you know, Aiden, we were at the Detroit Zoo years ago. Obviously, Aiden was a little kid, and a peacock chased him. Oh, my gosh. He, he to this day, doesn't like them. Oh, I don't like yeah. them. They're scary. Do it, though. That's Doing big if life. you're a little kid. Oh, like yeah. That. He, yeah. Amber, we reacted poorly. That probably helped. We were laughing because, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were dying. I yeah. thought it was so funny. He's hoping for you guys <laughs> yeah. to save him. He's, He's terror, terror-filled yeah. face. We're like, oh, my God, it's a little peacock. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, yeah, so maybe that contributed. So this is, oh, yeah, the call of the peacock. It kind of just like the gazag turkeys, huh? Yeah, that's what it looks like, gazag turkeys. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just no think fancy. it's funny the males are the ones that are all like, I'm so fancy. That's it in a lot of the bird that's family. That's how birds are, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the females the are plain. Uh, spiders are number one in the dreams in Argentina. Maybe they deal with that a lot. I bet. Squirrels are number one in Namibia. Hmm. Oh. I'm not sure why. Is that in Africa? I think so, yeah. I, say, I don't know my geography. I don't know. And Albanians want to know what dreams about boobs mean. Most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the dreams I can get behind. <laughs> I just assume you like boobs, yeah. Yeah. right? Or maybe it's all, maybe it's deeper. Like you've got like you know you mom, mommy enough? issues, oh, yeah. or yeah. who knows what the hell it is. But yeah, I feel like I, I don't know. I'm, sometimes I, I guess I'm glad I don't remember my dreams because that's like one less thing I got to deal with. Yeah, I don't <laughs> one less worry. Trying yeah. to figure out what that means. <laughs> that's probably your brain's just like hey, I got less of this kind of juice than the other kind of juice. I don't know. I'm a brain. It's making stuff up. <laughs> so uh, Lisa posted this the other day, and I thought it was hilarious because. You know, I have a little dog. He doesn't make a lot of noise, but uh, it was late at night, and Lisa posted something about her dog, Douglas, snoring. snoring. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so loud. Do you have it? I think I have it. I should have it somewhere. I've never really had a big dog, so I've never dealt with this. It's funny when they snore. Oh, my God. It's the loudest thing. But he's snoring like a human. He's he's like a loud human snorer. I have to get those thumbs. 
I just posted it. Where is it? I feel like I could go to a sleep to the sound of a dog snoring before I could go to sleep to the sound of a human snore. Yeah, I I find a human snore more annoying. Like a dog, I'm like, that's cool. It's it's still so cute. I don't know if it's coming across. That's it? Oh. Play it play from... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Yep. That's awesome. It's so You're going to get him a little doggy CPAP machine? I what do you need one. Yeah. My favorite, talking about dreams, I love when you see the dogs having a dream. I always wonder oh what the hell God. that is. When they're like running, they're chasing They're something. chasing. You know, they're doing dog things in their dreams. Oh, Jameson so goes crazy in his dreams sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> They'll like hilarious. talk or like their lip will quiver. Yeah. Last what? night, Chloe was waking and woke both of us up by wagging her tail like she was asleep dreaming oh, and the tail just started she wagging. Was having a fun dream. Like she's probably excited. dreaming about, we got some painters painting a room in her, in her house and she's made friends with one of the painters. Oh. Like she's probably dreaming about her friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So I th- what I thought was funny though is that we were just talking about how the snoring had stopped in Lisa's house because right. her husband Lenny got it's a quiet. CPAP machine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It was stopped. Yeah. I know. I kept waking up and I'm like, is that is that you? And I'm like, no, you got the mask. I'm like, where? Oh, it's Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away from the snoring. Got to get Douglas a CPAP yeah. machine. I do need to get him a CPAP machine. It was so loud. Get him a CPAP. Yeah, see, uh, like uh, someone said my golden retriever snores like a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe certain breeds do it. More I guess than so. Others. Molly never did that, but she was a, like little sweet oh, girl, Molly. you know. Molly was a dainty <laughs> little lady. Is like, big boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna snore tonight. Yeah, I think bulldogs they they snore. Oh yeah, <laughs> bulldogs for sure. Yeah. Chloe will occasionally, but not not that bad. Yeah. Not often. Um, my 80 pound pit bull, someone said, snores the second he lays down. <laughs> he doesn't even need to be asleep. That's funny. <laughs> 80 pounds, yep. So, a new report finds about half, they did this on humans, I assume, mm. not dogs, but half of Americans live with someone who snores so loudly it wakes them up. For some reason, the worst snores in America are in the Northeast, and people out West are less likely to snore. But it's kind of close across the board. Top sounds people have had their snoring compared to are a growl, a saw, a roar, a train, and the sound of Darth Vader's heavy breathing. (laughs) You've heard on the show several times. What's strange is I got used to it, that snoring sound. For so many years. It was like just a common... It started to become like white noise to you? Yeah. yeah. Now it's gone. It's weird. That's the same. Like Amber's a snorer. And um, so it's, I, I wear earplugs every night. But sometimes, especially if she's been drinking, <laughs> it gets worse. You know? <laughs> drinking like always takes everything up. <laughs> so just last week, there was a night where I just had to leave because it, it was like a sound I've never heard. Like, you know, when you wake up, you know, you've heard something and you're on alert. Yeah. Yep. Like what was that? <laughs> and then it came again. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes! Amber. <laughs> it was. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> it was insane. That's a crazy oh, thing man. to hear. What's it's crazy? She tried to take care of it too. Like right, right. She it had surgery yeah. for her deviated septum, but it didn't work. Mm. Yeah, that sucks that you took that step. She and needs to see bad. Oh, she definitely <laughs> needs it. And then, so that woke me up, right? I'm like, is everything okay? What's wrong? And then I hear, 
<laughs> and so after honestly about five minutes of the pillow over my head and trying to shove my earplugs in even more i'm like well i gotta go that's i hilarious. just gotta leave because there's no way i'll be no. able to sleep that's loud oh it's like a different kind of snore yeah you should see if you try to sell around getting the cpap i know like my wife said she's gotten the best sleep in her life the day I started using the CPAP. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, I don't know how you're sleeping, but she's like, I I'm sleep like a million good. bucks. Right. Yeah. It's life changing, nice. I'm yeah. sure, right? Yeah. That's the, oh, I sleep so, I mean, it's horrible, but if there are nights when, you know, I sleep in the guest room, oh my God, I sleep so well. Because I'm very sensitive to sound. Mm-hmm. Amber, literally, I could drop a wrecking ball in the room next to her, she'd sleep right through it. So it doesn't bother her or anything that's going on. Yeah. So if it, she stopped snoring, oh, it would yeah. be... Like paradise, right? Yeah. She just have that crazy mask on. Yep, that's oh, on. Deal with that. That's weird getting that. used to. Yeah, when you're the one wearing it, at least. So, what do you do if the person next to you won't stop snoring? Uh, here are the most common ways, apparently, that we handle it. Uh, you kick them or elbow them in the side. Well, yeah. I don't. I don't kick or elbow, but I'll. I'll no, be I like. Sh- I used to do that too. I'll. I'll shake her and say, "Hey, babe, you got to turn over," because it's the worst when she's facing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I make her face the other way. And get, most of the time she's fine. Sometimes she's like, I don't, I don't. she gets angry. <laughs> uh, waking them up mm. is the next thing. That yeah. would make me angry as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I would, I understand it. it. Yeah. Move to a guest bedroom to get away from the noise. Sleep mm. on the sofa, which is similar to that next. Uh, start going to bed at a different time than they do. That does work. I find during the week, you know, when I go to bed earlier, when Amber comes into bed, if I'm already in a sound sleep, then it's fine. Okay. If I'm trying to fall asleep as her snoring, if she falls asleep before me, which she does most times, and the snoring kicks in, then I'm screwed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, drown it out with earplugs or white noise. I'm check. Record them snoring to prove they do You've it. done that. <laughs> I did that years ago. And played it on the show. And played it on the air. Well, we actually took a... We asked the listeners, this is like That's 15 years ago. ago or something, should I play it? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, of course, said of yes. Of course, yeah. I that. think I said no. <laughs> yeah, at least it was the was only one. No, you are going to be that. in trouble, Dave. Yeah, the listeners will always vote for you to put your life into <laughs> right. There's only a few things I've done on the show that required me to buy flowers and apologize. I know one. Yeah, we all one we won't yeah. talk about it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Chuck was here; he'd talk yeah, about I know it. He yeah, would. I'll give you a break because I want to talk about it, but I yeah. won't. Because yeah. <laughs> I was throwing money in the air when yeah. it went down. Okay. Uh, and the other one was that when I played her snoring on the air, uh, and everyone heard and talked to her. She felt like she wasn't listening, but she went into a store or something, or she went to get coffee, and someone was like, "Oh my god." Uh, we heard your oh snore. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> right? That's how she discovered oh, it. Oh, that's so man. bad. Like, what did you talk about? That's so bad. She didn't even know you recorded it, right? Like you. Oh, put, she had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so. And this was actually, you know what? Which is so funny. This is how long ago it was. I think it was before I had like a great cell phone. Because I recorded it on my, I called work on our cordless phone. And oh, record, what Did you record it on a voicemail? On my voicemail. Yeah. Uh, I recorded it on my voicemail. And that's how we played it back okay, on the air. I was wondering. Look how far we've come the, in technology. The Blackberry didn't do it. Because you had the Blackberry back then. Yeah, I did have the Blackberry. <laughs> it wouldn't have been able record. to do it. Uh, Colin's with us in Fort Myers. Hey, Colin. How are you, man? Hey, how's she going, eh? Oh, how's she going, eh? Yeah, so one time I got so drunk that I snored so loud, the uvula, my uvula 
swole up for like a week, and I was swallowing it for like a week. Oh, oh God, God goodness. Dude. That's some need aggressive to go to sleep snoring. Study. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad. How does your partner deal with it? Um, I had to sleep on the couch for about that whole week, and then... Lost about 18 pounds and uh, no longer snoring, so that's oh. good. Oh, wow. So there you go. Weight loss does help for sure. All right, Colin. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, someone else texted in saying that um, I smack my fiance full force with a pillow, but then quickly act like I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that works every time. Uh-huh. But that's their like, what? Yeah. What? Uh. Oh. <laughs> That is hilarious. That is so funny. I would be so upset to get smacked full force with the pillow. But you <laughs> wouldn't. But if, if I wouldn't know, I'd be like, "Wow, I'm." What woke me up? Yeah, like, you'd end up going to the doctor. You'd be like, "I can't explain it." But yeah, I keep suddenly <laughs> like, yeah, episodes yeah. tonight. <laughs> I jolt awake suddenly. It feels like I've been smacked in the face. What, what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't even know what went on. That's that's a smart one. Um, make them sleep somewhere else. So not you. You make them sleep somewhere else. Uh, another thing you can do to deal with a partner who snores, yell at them. Ooh. That's a last resort, I hope. Yeah. What good is that going to do? It's Nothing. Hard. It's going to lead to... They can't help it. No. And the last one here is pinch their nose to make them stop. No, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. They, they sell those things that are supposed to do that, right? They yeah. Just, nose the, I would say that those didn't work. They don't. I woke up with one on my ass. I woke up with one on my leg. <laughs> I, like, like, no, I, I had like, got a big nose. So I think you put them on the wrong spot, Dave. Yeah, no. Yeah. Amber, <laughs> I don't know if she ripped them off in her sleep okay. or they just fell off and roamed about the bed. But we've tried so many different devices. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, I tried those breathe right strips. Didn't work. There was like a weird plastic thing I've shoved up my nose. Yes. That looks like two little like I bought her that. Things. That didn't work. So I was like, sorry, if you want to be with me, you got to deal with my <laughs> loud snoring. She did a sleep study years ago. Oh, she did? Yeah, but um, it came back like this. She's thing. fine. Yeah, they didn't qualify. Didn't qualify for the CPAP. But uh, I think maybe we need to get it done again. Yeah. My husband qualified. He stopped. We just stopped. wouldn't breathe like so many times mm-hmm. in an hour. Like that's just, scary. That, yeah, that's and why it's so, so bad tired. for your health, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. they said that's if he continued, like he, it would be bad in mm-hmm. like ten years. It'd be really bad. Was that your issue too, James? Were you yeah, stopping well, breathing? Me, like, yeah, I was. I would stop breathing. But even from, from what they did with my study, they said mine is just like a real mild case. But I would just be dragging ass every morning. I could go to bed seven o'clock at night and wake up at ten o'clock the next morning, and I would still be exhausted. Like I didn't sleep yeah, at all. And like that was yeah. like my biggest thing. I'm like. That and high blood pressure. There's other things that I have that I'm like, well, maybe if I can sleep normally or get a better night's sleep, this will help improve some of that lifestyle stuff. And uh, But the big thing for me was just being so tired after sleeping for so long. And now when I do use it, I, I do wake up a bunch more energized and have a little more energy. I'm not as much of a curmudgeon, I feel, right. when I do use that, that mask. But for me, it was just being so dog, like dead-ass tired. So you don't use it every night? Sometimes I forget. Oh. I'm so tired. Sometimes I go to bed and sometimes I forget you to put water in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like there's prep work to go to bed. Usually it's just, you know, you brush your teeth, you go to bed. Now it's like, okay, I brush my teeth, I put water in the container, put the container in and put the mask on and I'm trying to like get, get it in with the, your wife, you know, a little bit. And the mask doesn't <laughs> well, the mask is in the way help, that. you know, so your wife. Uh, <laughs> I, so sometimes you're like, maybe it's going to happen think, tonight. Maybe, okay. It's I not think, going to happen. Oh, I fell asleep. I made a joke so. about that. I was like, yeah, let's get that mask on. <laughs> oh, so sexy. <laughs> yeah. You found Lisa's fetish. CPAP mask. CPAP mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be your CPAP technician. Yeah. <laughs>
yeah. Looks like the pressure's not high enough. We better turn it up a couple of notches there. Get that oh, air really slowing. I think I hear some snoring in the distance. You better put that mask on, bad boy. What a weird role play. <laughs> weird CPAP technician. Uh, Tim's with us in Boston. Hi, Tim. Hey, how's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? What's your comment? Uh, so, freshman year of college, I had to. I was yelling at my roommate in the middle of the night because he was snoring, but he wouldn't stop. So I finally got out of bed and I just took him like a log and rolled him over completely. Um. <laughs> And he finally stopped. So, like, in a different room, it was that bad? No, no, no. He was, it was a freshman dorm, so he was, like, right next to me. Oh, but, I see. Okay. Like, it was, yeah, it was brutal. And then he, he kind of stopped breathing for a second, so I had to, like, watch him. But then he, he kind of turned <laughs> right back up again. Man, I don't have time to deal with a roommate, you know? Like, worry if yeah, he's going to die in his sleep yeah. or not. I got enough stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Holy hell. I never thought about that situation, though. Because generally, when you're that young, you don't really have a snoring issue. No, you don't. My roommate would complain. Not like he would be like, "Hey, do you realize how loudly you snore?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I can hear you." He's like, "I can hear you in the other room when you're sleeping. I can hear you at night snoring that loudly." He's like, "You should probably go see a doctor." I'm like, "Get out of here! You know what you're talking about." (laughs) So you Uh, had the snoring for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Even back before, like with the girl I was with in Arizona, like she would complain about, like we would actually argue about it, (gasps) and I was like, "I don't know what to tell you. Like I can't do anything about it. This is." Someone said that uh, my wife always tells me to roll over on my side yes. when I'm snoring. She's done it so much that I've almost reprogrammed my mind to sleep on my side almost every night. I think that's the it case helps. with Amber, too. Yeah. Like she'll just always face away and then. Well, when you're a snorer, you want to try to be as convenient to the, the your partner you're sharing the bed with as as you can. So it's like you'd get upset, you get annoyed, like if they wake you up. Because for me, I'd get waking up, like I would just start to fall asleep. And it's probably when the snoring starts. And then, right. bam, all of a sudden there's the shove to the chest or like, you know, the, hey, wake up, you're snoring. Like, oh my God, I just finally started to fall asleep. Let me, <laughs> just let me snore for a couple minutes, you know. So you, you want to try to sleep in a way to where you're not going to disrupt them. Yeah. Uh, someone else said they took three sleep studies and they went from just snoring in the first one to severe apnea by the last one. Wow. And they say CPAP changed their life. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got to get her back in for another sleep study. Yeah. Dave's going to go on YouTube and just find how to make his own CPAP machine. Which <laughs> <laughs> probably is not like the best. Here. Put probably on his mask. Geeks. Uh, this guy said, I like to pinch my girlfriend's nose. But then she gets pissed. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't pinch the nose. Yeah. I feel like that's something you just see in cartoons. You know? <laughs> yeah, or movies or something. Yeah, that's like a, a cartoon move. Like, Bugga Bunny's going <laughs> to pinch your nose. Yeah, I don't know what. So I guess it's it's supposed to alleviate. Well, I think it's going to stop you from breathing through your nose so you don't snore, that you just breathe through your mouth. And then hopefully that stops it. But then, you know. I don't think that has a. It's not in your nose, no. right? Like, it's, it's like all the. Is it in the back? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the science behind it. Um,. This guy said, when I weighed 325 pounds, I used to snore like a big dog. Now I'm down 95 pounds and the snoring is gone. Wow, Let me tell you, you happy great. wife, happy life. Yeah. Yeah, losing weight it gets rid of so many, like, fat. Being When I was, like, my fattest, I was like, I had heartburn. I had GERD. <laughs> GERD. GERD. I had the old GERD. <laughs> and I snored. I'd have sleep apnea. Yeah. I don't have any of that. And you can buy it without a doctor's order, right? Like I, no. 
Say that that's I'm not they, sure of. A I'm CPAP? Not, yeah, I'm not sure. Mm, I had to go insurance through. Insurance covers it. It's yeah. pretty expensive, and it's rough to get one right now. Yeah, it was a big that's right. Rate. Chuck waited months. Yeah, he just did, got so his. Yeah. Say, even with insurance, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, I think I'm still paying mine off. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they they. I didn't realize that. I thought, yeah. Get it taken care of. And there's travel ones you can get too, right? Well, usually. So, like, see that one that's up in the top left? This one. Yeah, that's the one that I have. Okay. And like that, that comes with the bag that you can take with you and, uh, you know, to travel with you know, and all that stuff. It's not very big. It's like the size of a small, it's maybe about the size of this little bin that holds some of our sponsors. Oh, stuff. okay. Uh, Gina's with us in Boston. Gina, we're talking about the ways we deal with a partner who snores. You wanted to chime in. Hi, how are, how are you guys? I listen every every morning. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. What's your comment? Um, so I was, um, I was in Missouri, um, visiting my grandson and he was four at the time and and I and he wanted me to sleep with him and I said I said none of can't sleep with you I sound like a lion and and he said and he was crying asking me to sleep with him so I did and three times I three times I woke up with him sitting over me staring at me <laughs> and, I, and the last <laughs> and the last time I said do you want Nana to go downstairs now and he says yes please <laughs> and in the morning, I said, I, I, I said, I told you none of sounds like a lion. And he says, you don't sound like a lion. You sound like a dinosaur. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when you, well, yeah. When you, <laughs> thanks, Gina. When you disturb a four-year-old, when yeah. a four-year-old's pissed at you in the yeah. middle of the night. Like, no, it sounds like you got demons. <laughs> crazy. Terrifying, that little child. I think Nana's really a monster. Uh, <laughs> there's some people that snore, you can hear it through a whole house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I've been, like, uh, been at a place where there's like cu- like a couple that snores, and you can hear oh, them snoring. Oh, yeah. Together. Oh, That's my That's mom and dad. Bad. You yeah. know, I uh, occasionally they'll sleep over if, you know, we're having like a family dinner or something, and I'll be coming upstairs and I'm like, what? that noise <laughs> realizing it's both of them and yeah. my dad's deaf so he doesn't hear he takes his hearing aid out he doesn't mm-hmm. hear anything yeah i have no idea how my mom sleeps through it uh steve's in boston hi steve prepare to peg prepare to peg no the other peggers not yeah, here so we're... sorry you just have to peg yourself uh so uh, uh, steve what's your comment <laughs> hey so um i uh have real bad issues with snoring and um my uh fiance now but girlfriend at the time um she had commented to me said listen if this relationship stands any chance you need to do something about this um i was keeping her up every night uh it was terrible i was getting hit you know kicked whatever um but my uh so my dentist actually made me a mouthpiece that mm-hmm. i wear at night and um it's totally uh totally helped out um you know my i'm not getting beat up at night anymore um my uh, my my fiance sleeps through the night, um, but uh, the only thing it doesn't help is uh, when I'm out drinking. It's uh, it's useless. Um, I mean, I can. I'll, so if I you're drunk, it's still and there's nothing can stop it. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And uh, I'm still like you know, um, already before I go out drinking, you know, she's like, listen, you, you already know you're on the couch or the guest room. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> don't even think about coming in the bedroom because because uh, you'll be out. So. Wow, but um, yeah, there are things out there that help. I mean, this this helps because I'm a pretty bad snorer. All right, dude. Yeah, Amber got one of those, and the thing with her is she just like she'll spit it out. Really, in the in her sleep, mm-hmm. like she'll her, just it's like her body wants to snore. <laughs> right. No, nothing that she can remove herself has ever worked because she will just and she she'll wake up and she's like, oh, I don't even remember. 
you know, taking it out. That's wild. But Sleep mm-hmm. Amber's like, oh, and tosses it away. So it's got to be something that she wouldn't be able to easily uh, rip out. Uh, Bill in Naples, what's your comment? Yeah, um, I had the same problem. I I would snore so loud that you could be on the other side of the house and hear me snoring. I did the sleep studies, and they did a surgical maneuver on me where they went inside and burned everything out of my throat area and through my nostrils. Jesus. And now I don't snore anymore. So they just wow. burned it all out of you. It doesn't sound uh, great. Was it okay? They, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. The only drawback that I didn't know and they didn't tell me about is like when you're drinking, if you tilt your head too far, it will come right out your nose. Oh, because you burnt because everything out of there. there. To, most, hmm. Yeah, there's nothing okay. there to keep it from passing back through, but my snoring is gone. I feel like somebody called in and told us about this I, before. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. I, it was me. It was oh, me. Oh, it was you. Okay, oh. Bill. I don't remember. Yeah, that. and I hear you guys talking about the topic again, so I brought it up again. Okay. There is a surgical procedure, and it works great. All right, just got to so burn. liquid comes out your nose, but other, but other but than that, right. everything's yeah. perfect. But, just call, let me yeah. fill that glass for you. Bill, oh, 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 Bill. Oh my God! Can I get some oh, drink no, that didn't yeah, come sure, out your nose? Yeah, okay, well, no. Then it's like uh, I don't snore anymore, but they have turned me into a monster. So. <laughs> I do uh, leak from the face. Got the face of a mummy now. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, perfect. Uh, I love it. My wife sleeps like a champ. <laughs> they didn't tell him before he went in that liquid would come on his nose. Right. <laughs> there is a possible side effect here. Nose leaking. Oh, Bill. Well, I'm glad you don't snore. Yeah. Sorry about the nose leaks, but glad you don't snore. Jason in Detroit has a comment, too. Hi, Jason. Hey, uh, so... Um, my old lady, uh, apparently I have a snoring problem. That's pretty bad. So mm-hmm. we're, right now we're in the middle of rolling me over. I got to roll over on my side and she won't let me sleep. She'll wake me up. So needless to say, now I work the night shift and we only sleep with each other for about one hour a night. And everything's smooth. Uh, it's smooth because I'm not in the bed with her, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I honestly that's... think, so you know how we you find a lot of old couples end up sleeping in their own rooms? Yeah. I yeah. think that's probably the reason, right? Yeah, it is. They've dealt with it for years. Mm-hmm. The snoring's getting worse, and so they just they, they go their own ways. Right. Yeah. Or they hate each other. One of the two. <laughs> Could and, be a little bit of both. Yeah, and the uh, last call here, Stephanie yeah. in Cape Coral. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. You have a tip. Your husband's a bad snorer, right? Yes, and he's on the heavy side as well. I've got a very simple solution that people really need to try. Okay. We've got big fans in our bedroom, those big box fans and the round, I don't know what they're called, turbo something or another. You put a fan on and it drowns out the snoring. Everybody sleeps fine. We've been sleeping like that for, been married for over 30 years. And I've suggested this to other people and they've tried it. And everybody starts sleeping again. All right. Well, there you go. For me, that wouldn't work because loud noises keep me awake. So it wouldn't. I couldn't drown out a loud noise with another loud noise. But for some people, I know they white noise works for them. So yeah, it just kind of blends in with that. Then that's how you do it. So good luck, and maybe I'll try and get my wife another sleep study. Yeah. Or See maybe you. just talk to the Bill's doctor and get your nose burner. Right hey, out, right? yeah. I got an ass- yeah. idea. This guy, Bill, yeah. that I know. Hey, I worry. mean, he- wine could come out your nose at any moment, but <laughs> yeah. other than that. Just think of a cool party trick that would be. <laughs>
A little embarrassing. Glass of wine, anybody? <laughs> Amber will fill you up. Put it under her nose. All right, we're going to get to our first check of the news right now. Has a Detroit area apartment started to cave in? What did some kids bring to school that has landed them in trouble with the cops? And what drove a Florida man to steal an Xbox? Let's find out as we check the news. Sir, news from the underground. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. Some residents in a Metro Detroit apartment complex have been told they have to evacuate after a large crack appeared and an exterior wall of this Oak Park apartment complex has started to cave in. That is not great. Here's the story of what's happening from WDIV-TV. Take a listen. It sounded like a bomb. I mean, it was very, very loud. At around 1.30 this morning when she heard a boom, then this appeared. Whoa. Her daughter came running into her bedroom. She's like, Ma, and screaming. And she said, my wall, wall caving in. Candace got on the phone to the emergency maintenance number at their apartment complex. They came out right away, and then she alerted the city of Oak Park, who sent a rental inspector <laughs> out who's determined the apartments on that side of the building that abut that wall need to evacuate at no cost to them. Well, as of right now, that's not happening. Those residents have been told there are no units available. You're saying you're 100% occupied, but that's not what you told the city of Oak Park. They have to leave. I never experienced this a day in my life, and this is such an inconvenience. And are in the process of packing. Candace says it has been a day of runaround from the leasing office who gave her flack for emailing their corporate office. I would have emailed Jesus if I could. Hey, Jesus! Hey, having a problem here in Old Park, Michigan? What a bad look into it. Apartment complex. Oh Oh, my God! Sent Jesus an email. (laughs) Emailed him. Sent it urgent. Her flack for emailing their corporate office. I would have emailed Jesus if I could. (laughs) He always on the main line. You know, we went by the leasing office tonight. Nobody was there. I did email their corporate this evening. That email has not yet been immediately returned. We're going to see if we can get these people some help. Just email the apartments and copy Jesus on it. Right. Yes, yeah, CC him in. CC Jesus. Dear my Lord and Savior, uh, oh, I'm what? having issues with my apartment. <laughs> Please send a miracle. Mm-hmm. What a uh, horrible situation, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a complex that big, yeah. they should uh, they should have the money to be able to take care of. What's wild is within the last couple of years, they just renovated that complex. I used to live oh, like, really? right near that place. Yeah. That's wild. That, oh. So what's nuts, that. too, is I didn't know if I'd be comfortable. Like, the one side that's caving in they're evacuating but the other side they said is okay I don't, oh, i'm not sure I about that. that yeah it's in the same just building yeah find another place to live get your security deposit back yeah. get out of there. you know get out of the lease I go you probably need to move somewhere else email jesus on that one too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey jesus again it's yeah. dave listen need jesus more is gonna get up and be like my email went crazy last <laughs> night. oh my god all these people Dear Jesus, hope this email finds you well. Uh, need some help? Jesus thought he was getting hacked by Russians, but it's just this lady's problems with her apartment complex. A wacky day in Boston. A guy stole a shuttle bus from Boston Children's Hospital and led officers on a wild chase that ended in Mansfield. What's up with this dude? Here's the story from WHDH-TV. 
Cell phone video captures the dramatic ending to a wild ride with a stolen children's hospital shuttle bus some 30 miles away from where it all began. When state troopers took the suspect into custody at gunpoint. Jennifer Tamasian watching all this right before her eyes. We heard a lot of commotion going on, so we ran out to see what was going on. Um, ran out to the cops with their guns drawn. Stolen a short time ago from Children's Hospital in Boston. A blue and white shuttle van with Children's Hospital on the side. The empty 25-person bus was stolen from Black Van Street just before 1 this afternoon. The state police in pursuit after locating the driver speeding down the highway. Station cruises, uh, vehicles traveling at 80 plus miles per hour at this time. You know, you know you're not supposed to, you know, take stuff that's not yours. Like... You know, we just, there's too many resources if you needed a ride. Bewildered visitors around the hospital stunned to hear all this happened in a split second. It appears the driver who operates the bus had inadvertently left the keys in the bus and the suspect wearing a Boston Children's Parent Guardian Pass jumped behind the wheel and peeled away. What's your reaction? That's just crazy. Why would anybody do that? Troopers discontinued the chase moments before the suspect pulled into the parking lot and was taken into custody. Pretty dramatic moments with a huge sigh of relief that in the end, no one was hurt here. We have small kids. Had it been an hour later, the kids would just be getting home off the bus. So, you know, we don't see things like that around this area that often. All right, the 32-year-old driver, we're told, is from Providence. He's expected to be arraigned tomorrow morning on a long list of charges here. We're live at Children's Hospital in Boston tonight. Steve Cooper, 7 News. You just can't take your keys in any vehicle anymore. No, nope. it's no. not. Like, we've reached a point in the world where everything will be taken. Yeah. If you make it easy enough. Mm-hmm. So you have to lock it up. And luckily, there was no one on the bus when that dude decided to take it. An elementary school in Rhode Island having some issues there. A student accused of bringing some marijuana gummies to class. And that has landed, uh, I guess, a couple of kids in some hot water. Here's the story on that from W. P-R-I-T-V. Let's listen in to their report if we can. It went into medical lockdown today after a student brought marijuana gummies and gave them to some of their classmates. Officials say the students found the gummies hidden in their mom's bedroom. The mother is cooperating with authorities and say the gummies were a couple of years old. The children were taken to the nurse and parents and authorities were notified. None of the students showed any signs of being sick. I've never heard of a medical lockdown at a school. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. that is weird. Mm. Oh my God, he's got it. He's got weed gummies. Lock yeah. it down. <laughs> they might get. They might get the munchies. They had drug dogs and stuff come in to my school. Oh really? Yeah. No. I'm not regular, sure they did that at my like a regular basis. They'd come in and search the lockers. Oh. <laughs> wow, it was crazy. I've never heard of that. No. It's, I guess, something easy. Most parents keep an eye on their stuff if they like that thing, but it's. She said she's had it. It gets years old. She probably forgot she even had it. Yeah. Which is possible, but that means they'd be really hard then. <laughs> they wouldn't <laughs> really been very gummy-like if they were that many years old. I think. Yeah. Just judging by the gummies that I've forgotten about in a drawer and find oh. later. Like, oh, I forgot I had... Oh, man, now it's like a Jolly Rancher. Usually I find them melted. Yeah. Them them <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they'll melt. Like, you leave them in your car or something. It's yeah, oh, so you don't leave them in your car in the summertime. Right? So, <laughs> that's, that's like the saddest thing. You're like, yeah. no! Yeah, I'm ready for, I'm ready for the concert! By weed! I'm going to drink this edible here. Well, most parents, I guess, if they do that kind of stuff, I guess they just have to make sure it's out of reach from 
Yeah, yeah, keep it with kids, your other. Right? You like, don't have to lock it up, but no, just but like we would keep it prescri- uh, prescription drugs or whatever. You know, got to keep same it. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, treat it the same way. Mm-hmm. Off to Lehigh Acres, Florida, now where uh, something is ripping up a yard. Not what you'd think. An armadillo. Whoa. Mm. The last straw came though, I guess, when it started to put the structure of the home in jeopardy. Here's the story on this one now from NBC Two. She likes to go underneath the fence. Right when Alicia Mullen moved into her Lehigh Acres home this fall. We had small, short holes all through the yard. And she means a lot of holes. I bet we have over 500. Like some of them are hard to see. There's one there, there's one there, there's one there. What could it be? I, coming from the Midwest, thought it was moles. Nope. Raccoons, uh, coyote. The mystery was solved the other day when she saw the culprit, this armadillo. At first, I thought she was a tortoise because she's very, very large. I bet she's every bit of this big. Today, that problem got a lot more serious when she noticed that armadillo had burrowed this deep hole into her home's foundation while also disconnecting this pipe from her AC unit. This happened last night. This wasn't here yesterday. She's waiting for a trapper to come remove it. This was the last straw. Yeah, it's time, time for it to go bye-bye. But she does have other options destroy it the fwc says you can and if you trap them they have to be euthanized or let out in a field that's at least 40 acres kind of surprised that i could take it upon myself to handle the situation but mullen hopes her dillo drama is done hopefully there isn't a next time reporting for nbc2 i'm zach barrett so they just tell you to kill them yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that they had armadillos down there. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't uh, either. So they just have every kind of animal you can have. <laughs> yeah. in Basically, yeah. America's Australia. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. insane. Yeah. I, I think armadillos are weird, too, because they carry leprosy. Yep. No, they do, for sure, yeah, right? Yeah. So you can't really, you, you got to be super yeah. yeah. How would you kill an armadillo? I won't just shoot well, it. I would, yeah. Hopefully yeah, have you have someone shoot it. Yeah, just shoot it, trap it, and... Like they said, no, but if you it. trap it, you can't kill it. That's the weird. Did you hear the oh, weird little? You have to euthanize it, it or release it. Yeah, well, you just euthanize. Well, euthanize. Well, euthanize. Here's the thing: you can trap it, and then I never caught anything. I guess know. that's a crazy thing to have in your yard, though. Yeah. And I didn't realize they burrowed like that. They dig like a groundhog. I just always yeah, thought like they were only in like Texas type stuff, like desert. Yeah, yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Like, did you see any in Arizona? Never saw them in Arizona. No, I can't, I've never seen them like an armadillo other than in the zoo setting. Hmm. Yeah, just out in the wild. I never yeah. have either. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't That'd want one. It'd be cool to see. I wouldn't want one in my yard, though. No. Looks like they can cause a hell of a lot of damage. Uh, another Florida man in some trouble. This guy from Pasco County arrested after deputies say he stole an Xbox. Why? He's addicted to video games. Oh, poor guy. The Pasco County Sheriff's Office said uh, Gary Rodriguez, a 22-year-old, arranged to meet a seller through Facebook Marketplace. Once the seller showed Rodriguez the Xbox, he grabbed it. And took off. The guy called the cops. Deputies found Rodriguez nearby where they arrested him. When they searched his backpack, they found the Xbox and an 8-inch chef's knife. Oof. He said he brought the knife for protection. He admitted to the cops that he never had any intention of paying for the console. Additionally, he says he stole it because he's addicted to video games. And he needed the newest console but didn't have the money for it. Get out of here. You can play most of the newest video games on the old console still. Yeah. True. <laughs> he faces a robbery by sudden snatching charge. There's a new one I've never heard of. There's his mugshot right there. 
He looks like he could be addicted to video games. Yeah. Robbery by sudden snatching. That's probably a big Facebook marketplace slash Craigslist charge. Yeah. yeah, they probably had to create the charge specifically for right. these situations. I wonder how many times someone just snatches it and runs. I think a lot. A lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's probably not reported. Well, I, I just don't. I I feel like it. At the beginning of it, they they were like doing all these different video game things on there, and then people did start getting them stolen to the point where it's like. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's yeah. less. I'm glad I didn't get robbed when I bought my John Cena doll. My big, <laughs> giant John Cena doll. Uh, that would have sucked, man. But I was safe. I made sure we, we met at the police station. So I was You like, honestly did to buy yeah. a John Cena yeah, doll? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Stop it. 100%. It's not an iPhone or an Xbox. It's a John Cena doll. It's a sweet doll, man. It was 20 bucks. I'm going to make sure we're meeting somewhere safe. Sale. Yeah. And I think she thought I was going to try to whittle her down because there was a lot of crayon markings on John Cena's chest. But I was like, you know what, lady, I can tell that you need this $20 more than I do. So, and I need that John Cena doll. And we're here in the police station parking lot. Oh, it was $20. Yeah. Yeah. I $20 drove. doll transaction. Yeah. And the, the, the distance I drove probably cost me $20 in gas. <laughs> I wanted to be safe. Really I wanted, wanted to be that This is the big one right there? Yeah. Right? The okay. one with a hand up in the air. Okay. Yeah. In the, in the shrine. Worth the, that. It was awesome. <laughs> Buckled him in the passenger seat and I drove him home to safety. And then I brought him in here. Oh my gosh. I think my wife would have been freaked out if she walked in and just a John Cena doll. I know they the always tell you to go to the police station parking lot, but I've never imagined John you'd do it for a $20 John Cena doll. Yeah. I've, I really, uh, it was real risky when I met somebody in a church parking lot to get a John Cena championship WWE belt. <laughs> But I was like, yeah, it's a church parking lot. I think we'll be okay. And everything was fine. Made you feel safe yeah. being at the church? Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's not going to pull something shady in the church. Are you in this, church was open. So. Are you in this game, Jason? Do you do any of the Facebook marketplace or Craigslist yeah, transactions? Jesse likes it. And I don't go to police stations. I went to a guy's storage unit on 8 Mile and oh. was in there. So what? To get some furniture, yeah. What? You're lucky you're still not in there. I know, right? When I, when I walked in, I was like up towards the back and I looked back like, Oh, this could close at any minute. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Oh, my. It was a good transaction. It all worked out. out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of them do, but then some of them, you could be like, you know, a, an eight-mile storage unit sex slave or something. Yeah. Right? You could have got sex traffic. Yeah. I've been in people's garages. Uh, you know, I usually go do the pickups just so she doesn't have to. Do you send them like a picture of your shirt off so they know how tough you look and how like ripped you are so they don't try to mess with you? Yep. Okay, there we no, go. No, I do. Don't do that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> meeting the man who sends me a picture of him with his shirt off. Why? You just Transaction yeah. canceled. Jason sends a picture like, hey, just a heads up, this is me. So if you try anything crazy, I'm strong enough to probably fight you. Yeah, I thought my dog yeah. I was too strong, so I just <laughs> go with the uh, flexing pick. Uh, <laughs> No, you're lucky, dude, because that, I mean, I know I, I did one shady thing, but it was from a listener, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, I was probably misplaced trust, but he didn't kill me. You know, he had a video game system that I wanted to buy for my wife. and Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man, yeah. like, you know, one of the, the old school. Cabinet, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I he was in his basement in this rural home, and it wasn't until I was walking down the stairs with him behind me that I thought, uh-oh, what have I done? And luckily, yeah, it was just, everything was fine. Out. I just got the video game and left. And But I did, as I pulled up, I did text a couple of people where I was. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, dry, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. If you don't hear from me within yeah. the next 15 minutes, 
That's a good happens. move. That's a safe move. Yes. I highly if, encourage you to do that if you are going to meet somebody for a year. If you're murdered, it doesn't matter. That's right. You're already <laughs> dead. You're already <laughs> can dead. come find you. Well, I was thinking they'd just keep me hostage and then oh, you know, okay. maybe <laughs> I could try and fight for my life. Just in case I get oh. sex traffic. Just know. Here's where I'm at. <laughs> That's a big fear of mine lately. Sex traffic. <laughs> uh, we talked about this story a while ago. Someone stole a cabin. Yes. From a Michigan yep. home. Well, they finally got it back. A uh, property in uh, northern Michigan, a small brown cabin. You remember this? Mm-hmm. It was stolen. Uh, people came back to their area. They reported the cabin stolen in February. It was a 12-foot by 28-foot cabin. The whole cabin, gone. Well, they found it. There is some damage done to it, as you can see in the picture here. Man, it looks... Oh, man. It looked amazing, and yeah, now it they looks, really screwed it up. No, really what were they up. using that for? Uh, the Michigan State Police located the cabin a short time ago. It was found using leads and tips from the public at a resident in Orange Township, Michigan. It was damaged, as you can see, the, when the cabin was reported stolen. Uh, the cabin's owner had lived in it for a couple of years until he left it to take up residence somewhere else. But he didn't know what happened to it. Two suspects are believed to be involved with theft. And the case so is still small. being investigated. How do you live in there? It's uh, so small. A lot of people live in those tiny homes yeah, now. I don't know it's like how, a tiny house. I couldn't even vacation in that. I don't, there's not enough room. This is probably one of those like minimalist type people who just yeah, wants to live I out. You know, yeah, just have a place to go. Yeah, there's probably no electricity either. Like, well, where's the electricity? Like you know? If you could pick it, it up and move yeah. it. It seems like the perfect thing to steal to go have a meth lab in it. Yep. Yeah, it looks like they weren't. Doing good things in there, yeah. just from the after pictures. Here's our mobile meth unit. They're like, here's that's hilarious. They're like, here's your cabin back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you may want to get it cleaned. I wouldn't even use it anymore. No, you shouldn't. No. Remember when everyone started over tipping waiters and delivery people to help out early in the pandemic? Well, it sounds like that trend is coming to an end. A new report says we're tipping less than we were a year ago, partly because the pandemic is easing and because inflation is up. Not a huge difference yet, but tips are starting to trend back down. Most restaurants haven't seen a huge dip yet. The average tip is still around 21% if you're sitting down to eat. But tips at coffee shops and cafes, they're down from 17% to 15%. Tips at hair salons have dropped a couple of percentage points as well. I noticed something weird. We were out for dinner last week, and, you know, they hand you the machine. You put your card in it, and it started at 20%. Oh, that's what they put it for you. So it used to be like 15, 15, 18, 20. Mm -hmm. It went 20, 22, 25, 30. Wow. Whoa. 30. Uh, 30. 30. I know. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 I'll do 20. Hey. I'm, that's Whoa, standard. Wait. But 30? That's a lot. I yeah. just thought that was kind of ballsy. Yeah. There that was a, I noticed after there's a button underneath, you could select your own amount. Mm. Oh, like a custom amount? Right. Okay. But I've never seen it start, start at, at 20, 20% yeah. before. Usually they start right at the 15. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it makes sense for that to go up if prices go up with everything else, you know? True. Yeah. But that's the problem now, though. Prices for everything going up, yeah. and so people don't have as much to tip, right? That's right. another thing that they have to add on to their bill. You're paying more for gas. You're paying more for food. You really can't afford to. I wish I had, like, it. more instances where I could do that. Like, they, they, I use a card a lot, and a lot of or, uh, a lot of places, they, they'll only accept, like, cash tips. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. And they don't have the capability on whatever machine, and I'm so like, ah, like, oh, just put it on there, yeah. That sucks, because I totally would give you guys money.
Uh, about a week ago, news was swirling that the world's longest limousine had been restored and is back in action. Well, now a sheik from the United Arab Emirates has unveiled the world's biggest Hummer. Uh-oh. To be clear, this thing, it's not the world's longest Hummer. It's the world's biggest Hummer. Uh, while a normal Hummer is about six and a half feet tall and 18 feet long, this Hummer is over 21 feet tall and 46 feet wide. Uh, so way bigger than that cabin we just saw. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like three of those cabins. You'd be better living in this thing than you would in that little cabin. Here's a little... Uh, TikTok. Nothing. I'm, not, I'm just. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, a regular oh Hummer gosh. driving past this gigantic Hummer that's over three times you the can size. Drive that around. I don't know, but I want to see him do it. Me like too. Bridges. You can't be around any kind of. No, this high winds. The sheik's backyard. Insane. Everything is in excess in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah. Even their Hummers. There's, I don't like it. Yeah, it's like the, the gas bill on that thing. Right, crazy. Bad time to get the world's biggest Hummer. <laughs> gas is through the, the roof. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got more money than I could ever imagine. Congratulations to Arizona for being the first state in the union to allow you to put your driver's license and state ID in your Apple wallet. That's cool. The new feature will allow Apple device owners to tap their iPhone or watch and present their ID to authorities that way. Uh, it's all going to start with security checkpoints at the Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. Other states are trying to make this happen. I love the idea. Yeah, I too. love the idea, too. The more stuff, stuff I don't have to carry wallet. physically on me, because yeah. I still have a friggin' thick-ass wallet with all sorts of stuff in it, yeah. the better. I yeah. load everything I can into my... It's, the problem, though, is that we're not at a, a time when everyone accepts it. Correct. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. and I've been burned before, where yeah. I just have my phone, and then nope. you get to some place, and they're like, "No, we don't take." <laughs> yeah, like that burger, that slider place you went to. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's the issue. I'd love it, but I still don't feel comfortable just having that mm-hmm. with me. But it's great if you have your ID and you can just show. Yeah. Can tell you when it expires too. Your driver's license that would help. Well, like me a out. little thing pops up. It's like, hey, guess what? You're going to get that letter soon. Time to you, renew. You missed it. I I don't I I'm feel like I have my life together. Like, I'm a person that has my life together. You seem like you do. Yeah. You know, but lately, I don't know what's happening. I've, my driver's license was expired for a bit, and I had no idea. Oh, Oh, Lisa. Until I went to the bank, because who goes to the bank? And I haven't pulled it out in a long time. They're like, oh, it's expired. Uh, Like, you had like a day like me somehow. I know. I had oh like almost six months like you. You <laughs> fell into the Andyverse. I just yeah, found out it, my birthday was in August. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Usually they'll send a notice yeah, or something like and I just do before. it. Yeah. Like when I online, I'll just do mm-hmm. all that stuff. And I I don't know, I missed it. So This year's the year for it was me. It's very embarrassing. Yeah. This year's this the year. Is, I, I got the thing and I made sure. Because last year, you know what happens to me? They send me the thing. And you need this number that's on that specific thing they sent you yep. when yep. you go online. I'm like, mm-hmm. just let me go online and do it. Yep. I don't need that. I lost. I lost the paper. I don't know where it is. Of course, <laughs> I can't. I can't renew the license. So I've had to like the last couple of years go down there and wait in that line. Oh, that's the worst. If you have an account though, you, it should pop up. Like you, you just got to make an account. Yeah, but they they needed I that number from the thing to make the account. Yeah, to be like, okay, this is going to make it renew or whatever. Oh. But so this year I got it and I'm like, oh, okay. And I put it in like this real special safe spot in my house, and I'm like, okay, in like two weeks, yeah, I'm going to go there, right? Yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to get that. And I'm going to renew it, and it's going to be fine. 
Because last year I tried to do that and I lost that paper. It's your year, Andy. It is. It's it's my year. I, I keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you can make it happen, man. It's the year of Andy. It's the year of Andy. You have more Lisa together than me. Places. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I don't believe in anything anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. So you could, they couldn't accept it at the bank? Yeah. Or they, I had to go get my pass. I had to do some banking business and I never, and they're like, okay, it expired. And so that's embarrassing. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, months ago. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, really? And so I had to go get my passport and then they could do it. But then I had to go online. I had to get my, I had to get a pay, piece of paper. So I'm driving around. With what light? kind of ticket would I get for that? Eh, it probably Ooh. wouldn't be that bad. Wouldn't be that bad? It's not that bad. <laughs> I, was like, I was a little against the law there. Yeah. I like it. It's not a, that, a one's, that one's not, that was a, that's not bad. That's yeah. Not bad. Oh, no? Okay. Expired license. Yeah, you probably get a little slap on the wrist. But It's not like it's... Mm, 190 bucks. Ooh. And two points, depending on where Ooh, you are. Oh, I don't like Whoa, the points. points. Yeah. See the points. I'll pay the money. I don't like the points. It probably depends on the officer that pulls you over too, right? I'm sure Lisa could pull the, oh, I'm so sorry, officer. What? She would have been genuinely shocked that the Uh, officer would have been like, okay. You know, it's not someone like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's genuine reaction that they're like, well, she didn't mean to. Where I live, they just kind of let it go the past two years. They've just started. Okay. Like, if you couldn't get into an office, you know, because of COVID Mm -hmm. to renew it, they were like, nah, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, I'm glad it had didn't have to do any like Secretary of State or DMV business during COVID. Yeah, it was I skipped like I, everything I could do I could do online, so I didn't have to worry about trying to make appointments and going in. It's like taken. the year stuff got shut down was the year I had to go in, and it was a five hour wait. Jeez! So two of the hours were spent virtually, and then three hours was spent in the actual building. Wow. Five hours? Yeah, because I was, after watching it, and they're like, your time keeps going up and up and up and up and up. I'm like, okay, something's not right here. I got to go in in person and see what's going on. And no, it was that busy. Uh, in Massachusetts, if you did that, Lisa, you'd get a summons to court. Bum, what? bum, bum. I mean, and we're, not, we're talking expired, not expired that it was license. not, uh, what's the other thing? They just take it away. Suspended. Oh, suspended. Yeah. suspended. It wasn't suspended yeah. or anything. It was no. Just expired. Just expired. Mm-hmm. Court? Uh, Tom's in Clinton Township. Hi, Tom. Hi, hey, good morning, guys. Here's another crazy one about Arizona driver's license. My son's in town. He lives in Scottsdale. And uh, his dri- he got his driver's license out there renewed in 2017. It doesn't expire till 2057. Yeah, but it lasts for 40 years? For a long time. <laughs> 40, 40 years? For 40 years? Oh, my God. That's amazing and terrifying <laughs> at the same time. What crazy and and, and what's, what's even more crazy about it is... It costs the same as it does for ours every four years. Oh, my God. But that means, like, an uh, an 80-year-old could get their license, and it's good for 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's scary. Yep, I didn't. He was telling me about it, and he goes, no, Dad, look, it expires in 2057. That's what I need. Yeah, Lisa. <laughs> this is getting an Arizona driver's license. <laughs> what a crazy thing. Oh Thanks gosh. for calling in, Tom. You have a good day. Hey, you guys have a great day. You too. <sighs> A lot of old people here because it's dry, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yep, trust me. Uh, lots of old people down there. I don't remember it being 40 years, but I, I do remember when I got my license down there. I was like, wow, this is good for a long time. Nice. Yeah, that is nice. Trying so to set myself out a perk of being there. If it's expired, you're technically driving without a license, and that can be an automatic tow and court case, depending Jeez. on the officer. Imagine if I was towed, <laughs> my car was towed of, away. Like, yeah, my, I'm at the side oh. of the road. They just took my car, <laughs> and I have to go to court. Yeah, oh, I agree. No, that's that's too it's much. like a slight, like one of those like slight errors. Yeah. yeah. Oops. I, I think with Lisa being pulled over, they would look at her record. But yeah, okay, my record is yeah. good. 
So it's a one and done type situation. Yeah. It's a mistake. But if somebody who's got like a bad record, they've been pulled over, maybe some DUIs. I mean, she did speed pass. quite a bit years yeah, ago, but uh, uh, she seems to have. Say, she got that taken care of. She yeah. got the lawyer on the case. She got all that taken care of. Watch out for Lisa Way Lawbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy's the year of Andy. Yep. All right. Uh, we've got celebrity dirt and sports news coming up next. Why was Conor McGregor just arrested? What movie is the first Netflix original to get an NC-17 rating? Plus, is one of the biggest bankers in the world going to DJ at Lollapalooza? All that and more is on the way. We'll be back in a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Cam Newton. He mocked a female reporter after she tried to ask him a football question. He released a video apologizing because he lost his yogurt endorsement. Oh, not so his yogurt money. His yogurt yeah, money's gone. Yogurt money. Is it Danon? Danon. Danon. Danon, right? Danon. Danon. Hey, now they say it in Canada. Really? Danon. Is it? Oh, you see the commercials and they say Danon. Fancy it up. It's just Danon. 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 your fruit on the I like it. I'm going to start calling it Dono. 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 Strawberry, blueberry. Oui, oui, oui. I like our A's hard. Say it like an American. Anyway, Dan and pulled their money from Cam Newton. Yeah. And then Gatorade said, yeah, we're probably not going to use them anymore either. Oh, they did? Wow. Gatorade. Gatorade. Gatorade said. Gatorade. The first quenche. first quenche. No word can still do the Target commercial. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code RIF, R-I-F. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Dave and Chuck the Freak. And a good morning to you. It's 7.32 here on Dave and Chuck the Freak on this Thursday morning, the 24th day of March. Chuck the Freak is out today. He's not feeling great. He hopefully will be back with us tomorrow. We've got celebrity dirt and sports news on the way next. Why was Conor McGregor just arrested? What movie is the first Netflix original to get an NC-17 rating? Plus, is one of the biggest bankers in the world going to DJ at Lollapalooza? That's coming up. Up first, Mike Tyson must have nerves of steel. Or maybe just that weed made him super mellow. Because he was watching a comedy show at a rooftop bar in Hollywood when some moron came up and started chatting him up. And not only was the guy kind of disrupting the comedian on stage, but he challenged Mike Tyson to a fight. Wow. Oh. That's a. They should yeah. let that roll. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Mike didn't take the bait. He pretty much just sat there. He's like, I hit him one time. He's dead. His whole life's over. (laughs) Then the host of the show got in his face and told him to leave. The guy was heading out, but then he pulled a gun and cocked it. We um, 
unfortunately can't listen to this because there's swearing in it, but there's a uh, little bit of this if you go search for it online. So there, there's the guy performing, right? This dude steps right in front of him. He's a little guy, too. Yeah, he's not a big dude. He's almost Kevin Hart-like in his stature. Hilarious. Like, Mike Tyson doesn't even move. No, <laughs> is he sitting in his chair backwards, like A.C. Slater style, too? That's how cool Mike Tyson is. Yeah, he you're right. Yeah, he is. Like Slater. Yeah, that's a... Uh, who's he hugging? A uh, different person. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's not the guy you want to you want to mess with. Although no. the gun, even th- right even there, th- he pulls a gun. There comes the gun. Man. I bet yeah. a lot of people. I bet my, I, the, Mike Tyson doesn't flinch, and there's a gun in his face. Yeah, I don't. He's got a face no tattoo, fear. and he's got a man's ear <laughs> off. I don't think he's real. <laughs> We'd all be like, <laughs> I don't think he's real jumpy. No, I'm gonna put my pants and been out of that comedy club. And no, actually, it was on the roof of a building. I would have put my pants and jumped off the roof. I think really tough people, though. They always. I think there's. They run into that a lot. A lot of people challenging them. Mm-hmm. Like somebody thinks Mike Tyson's like Mike Tyson, so they're like, "Let's go." Yeah. Probably deal with it all the time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. What a pain in the ass. Yeah. But also incredibly stupid. I think like are so big dumb to do bouncers, that. like big dudes that are bouncers. I think like like little dudes with a chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. They yeah. get, get mad. See that a lot. Well, there's a dude that's a bouncer. I don't know if I saw the videos, like a TikTok, some kid in a, like a home improvement store with like a big plastic pipe goes up to like a big bouncer guy and like blows a noise into it. And the bouncer instantly like grabs the pipe and puts the kid on the ground and puts him in a headlock. He's already ready to oh, kill I this saw, kid. Oh, I at a Home Depot or something, right? Yeah. Yes, I oh, saw I that. Saw, <laughs> I, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. a situation like Mike Tyson probably deals with people yes. like that, like yeah. what Andy's describing. And that kid, it, to me, it's funny because it's like me and my buddies, we have a phrase like, F around and find out, you know? And that is if F around and find out had a face, that's it right there. That 100%. kid was effing around and he found oh, out fast. Yeah, me laugh so me hard too. That video. Yeah. Oh, the that noise man he made was too. not messing around. No. I was like, that, <laughs> that kid great. is dead. Like life, his that kid's life flashed before his eyes <laughs> in a Home Depot store. <laughs> I wonder if it's on. should be on there. It's on Twitter. It might be that one gone. There it oh, is. Yep. Here it is. TikToker's megaphone prank ends in disaster after <laughs> messing with the wrong stranger. There it is. I don't know if they swear or not. Yeah, I didn't listen to the audio. <laughs> this guy. This kid <laughs> makes a crazy noise right there. Oh, my God. He's Look red, that. that guy's like just ready for a terrorist yeah. attack. <laughs> Look at okay. these guys standing around. Look at his old buddies. They're yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kid wanted to F around, and he found out. Listen, you know that's got to happen sometimes, though, when you're one of these idiots. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so funny. He <laughs> just takes him down. <laughs> Three witnesses just watching the kid get thrown <laughs> to the ground and practically taken in, into Wrong within guy. inches of his life. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. I'll tweet this out if you guys want to see it for yourself, but uh, you'd love to see an annoying TikToker get destroyed. Uh, yeah. This is where you see it, twitter.com slash Dave and Chuck. We watch it. Make now. sure you turn the sound down. He's got to hear the noise that kid makes when that guy grabs him and throws him to the ground. It would... Yeah. It would Frighten most people. Yes. Right? Scare the hell out of them. This guy, though, goes into full attack mode. Yeah. And you love it. Uh, From Mike Tyson, who is a real badass, to Conor McGregor, who I think is a fake badass. But he's in more legal trouble. He just got arrested. He was arrested in Ireland for driving dangerously, apparently, the other day. Uh, The Irish Independent says McGregor was pulled over in West Dublin in his Bentley Continental GT pricey vehicle, I'm sure, after officials say he committed multiple traffic offenses. This is a dude who thinks he's above the law. He's just a mm-hmm. douche. He's, yeah, a, yeah. 
an incredible douche. The 33-year-old was eventually arrested. His car was seized. He was taken to the local police station and later released on bail. He reportedly has been charged since with dangerous driving. McGregor, who's been photographed in a Bentley in Ireland repeatedly over the past few weeks, has a court date next month for a hearing on the matter. If he's convicted on the count, he could face up to six months in jail. Of course, not his first run-in with the law. He's had several incidents over the past couple of years. He broke his leg in July of last year and has been rehabbing in and out of Ireland with the hopes of returning back to the UFC soon. Oh, wow. Like, he hurt his leg bad. That was during a fight, I think, didn't yes. he break it? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, one of those cringe moments in fighting when the bones snap. Ugh. So it's been almost a year of him in rehab, and he's still not ready to fight yet. In other sports news, another day, another blockbuster deal for a superstar wide receiver. The Kansas City Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins for five draft picks, including a first-rounder and a second-rounder this year. The Dolphins ended up giving Hill a four-year, $120 million extension, including over $72 million guaranteed. It's good news for Hill, who's now the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. Malcolm Butler, who intercepted Russell Wilson on the goal line to seal the Patriots' victory over the Seahawks in Super Bowl 49, is back with the Patriots. After his Super Bowl heroics, things were bumpy with the Patriots, and he ended up playing with the Tennessee Titans for three seasons. All that apparently water under the bridge now as the Patriots are re-signing him to a two-year deal worth $9 million. And in Cleveland, it looks like Deshaun Watson will be the starting quarterback, and Baker Mayfield is officially on his way out. All that shuffling was enough to get superstar wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. thinking about going back to the Browns. Now, you know, he won a Super Bowl ring with the Rams this past season, but apparently he still loves his former Browns teammates and the fans are there. I'm sure Matthew Stafford will not like losing Odell Beckham Jr. No, if that actually does happen. And one more sports note here. There's a little dude in Sarasota who's a huge baseball fan. And he's been going to some spring training games. He was at a game the other day between the Yankees and the Orioles. And he lost his priceless autographed baseball cards oh, man. there. Poor little dude. Here's that story now from WFLA in Tampa Bay. Take a listen. To go to, like, the game and to get, like, autographs from, like, all the players. 11-year-old Elijah has been collecting cards for years. His favorite team, the Yankees, were in town. And he was ready to grow his collection. One of Elijah's Little League buddies was going to show him the ropes of getting autographs because he's never really done that at spring training before. It was just amazing that he got DJ LeMayhew's uh, autograph and Josh Donaldson. And I mean, it was it was a special moment. But their trip to the ballpark took a turn. After the game, we went like over there and to get like some more autographs. Well, like I must have like dropped my binder somewhere and someone like must have took it his prized possession dozens of baseball cards gone in an instant it was awful absolutely awful we went from the highest high to i mean we were lost after the game we didn't even know where to go and we were trying to hold it together together for him and it was it was rough elijah's mom colleen turned to social media asking for anyone who found it to return it to her son 
but she didn't expect it to get thousands of shares on Facebook and Twitter. Within hours, it just started blowing up. Even the Baltimore Orioles retweeted Elijah's story asking whoever found the binder to please return it. Not only were people sharing Elijah's story to help him find his binder, other card collectors were ready to donate their own cards so Elijah can rebuild his collection. It was heartbreaking, so I dug into my personal card collection. I was kind of shocked at how much people completely overwhelmed with the outpouring pouring of generosity and kindness, literally from all over the United States. Elijah's message to whoever has his binder? Just keep collecting and stuff, and yeah. Well, that's uh, cool people are sending yeah. him stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what, how how many years has he been collecting signatures in his prized yeah. binder and now it's all gone because some douchebag, probably an older dude, picked Found it up it. and was like, yeah, sweet. eBay. Yeah, look at these sweet yeah, cards are signed. Cool. I'd be devastated if my X-Men card collection got stolen. <laughs> I used to have an X-Men oh card God. collection. Dude, that was like my prized possession. <laughs> all those X-Men cards. Yeah. Are they worth anything? I don't know. Probably, probably The not. trading cards, those yeah. kind of trading cards aren't. Yeah, I'd have to look them up, but... I mean, I always see one card that I have that's listed on eBay for like $50,000, but it's Whoa. still listed on eBay for $50,000. Oh, no. So I don't think the Hang one that on I have, that one, yeah. yeah, I don't think that's going to be worth anything. I always, this is not the situation here. This is actually a, you know, this little kid's a big baseball fan, but I always thought when I saw little kids trying to get signatures that their dads were like, some of the dads were putting them. Oh, they didn't oh, think it was yeah. for them. It was for the dads. Because you're more likely to sign for a little kid yeah. than you would for oh, a grown-ass yeah. man, right? Absolutely, yeah. Like Chuck sending Rowan out there when he was a little guy to get signatures that's for him. That's a great strategy. That I might have to borrow someone's funny. kid when the WWE wrestlers are in town. But, okay, go up and get John Cena's autograph for him. I always thought that's how yeah. some dads work. Right? Yeah. You can yeah. have my kid, James. Yeah, yeah I, I got a rent a kid. <laughs> Sweet. Scott. Go up there and uh, go over there to... Uh, that wrestler and get the autograph. I'm trying to think of a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that happens. I'm sure there's some dads that pimp out their kids just to get yeah. the autograph that they want. On now to celebrity dirt this morning. And so far, we've heard from several people who saw Bob Saget before his death. And they all pretty much say he seemed fine. But now someone has come forward with a different story. Rosalie Kachi works at the venue where Bob did his final show. And she's saying something different. Take a listen to what she had to say. He said that he had like long-term COVID, meaning that it was taking him a long time for his body to get over it. Um, he said that his hearing had been off, and that was the case for that evening. He was asking the sound guys to turn everything up, and that he had been sick the night before, and sick in the sense of like his, you know, his hearing was off. He said that he had a sore throat. That he was happy that he had lozenges for the stage, but he seemed okay. He really did, and it was very surprising the next day. I mean, he wasn't sweaty. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't stutter. His language wasn't drawn out. Nothing slurred. So strange, it is, and people have reacted very differently to COVID. You know, yeah, that's yeah, another controversial factor of it. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll ever know if there any connection to it or. Yeah. No. You know, and some people have reported, you know, it affecting their stability in terms of they get lightheaded and mm-hmm. when they stand up. And oh, if wow. that was the case with him, and that's you know, they say he did fall back against the headboard of the bed, and that's really hard. That's what ended up taking his life. Maybe that did play a part. Who knows? Yeah. But as you say, we'll probably never know. And then she's the first person to come forward with anything like that. Yeah. So far.
Netflix has their first original movie to receive an NC-17 rating. It's Anna de Armas' Marilyn Monroe movie. By the way, she's my new... Who is this? Crush. You got a new hottie on the list? Anna de Armas. So she was... And she's been in a bunch of things. Uh, most recently that I've seen, the new James Bond movie. Yeah, I haven't okay. seen that. She's... Uh, you'll see her in Cuba in that section. Um, but she's a Cuban-Spanish actress. And... Yeah, that's how she yeah, appeared that's, in. She's very pretty. She's a gorgeous lady. Yeah. She was also in that other movie that Chuck and I liked with also the dude from Bond. Oh, um, The Night Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah. Yes, that's I where, I first, that that's okay. where I first saw her. That was You need an award for I know, that's dots on that one, Lisa. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> I can never remember any movie. Dave's like, the, she's also in that movie uh, that also, Chuck, Chuck and I, I liked. <laughs> and... Has With the, but the, bond the guy, from guy. Bond. yeah, I knew. Yeah, and it. you knew it was Knives Out. I'm like, can I buy a vowel? Can you give me another clue? Get another another crumb here? And you're like, Knives Out. She's in a movie with Ben Affleck right now, too. But anyway, so she's in this new Marilyn Monroe movie on Netflix called Blonde. And it's based on a fictional story of Marilyn Monroe's life from the novel of the same name by Joyce Carol Oates. The Motion Picture Association gave it an NC-17 rating for sexual content. The director, I guess, didn't want to hold back on any intense moments, so he decided to stick with it. So what, we can see like full frontal of JFK and Marilyn Monroe? I don't know, dude. It's weird. Uh, The director last month said, it's an NC-17 movie about Marilyn Monroe. It's kind kind of what you want, right? I want to go see the NC-17 version of it. If the audience doesn't like it, that's the effing audience's problem. Oh, okay. Also in the movie, uh, Adrian Brody is Arthur Miller, Bobby Cannavale is Joe DiMaggio, and Caspar Philipson is John F. Kennedy. They haven't announced when it's going to be released officially, but they say it'll likely go to theaters first before it goes to Netflix. Oh, okay. Wow, so they, they got the NC-17 rating, and they're still going to try to pump it out in the movie theaters before putting it on their yeah, platform. Right? Yes, Okay. Usually you don't see an NC-17. You don't see those movies get released. They no. end up going to, like, the I don't DVD think it's, or... it's uh, financially a good move for the theaters. Yeah, yeah. NC-17? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's like... It uh, definitely limits the audience, yeah. right? Make more money off another movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Netflix, the days of borrowing your parents' Netflix accounts are definitely coming to an end. We've mentioned this before, but now Netflix is moving ahead with a feature that'll make primary account subscribers pay a fee... If they want to allow additional outside the residence users to access the account, you'll be able to add up to two extra members to your account. It'll be a couple of bucks extra a month to do that on top of your regular fee. The password sharing crackdown is being launched in Chile, Costa Rica and Peru right now as they test it out. If this works for Netflix like they hope it does. They say it's going to bring them $1.6 billion in additional revenue. I believe it. So people paying a couple extra bucks to get other people on their account, but also people just actually now paying for their own yeah. account because mm-hmm. they can't just get their buddy's password anymore. Yeah. I think so many people just use like the account of uh, like their ex hat or whatever. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot. But what, so here's my only question about that. Obviously, there's got to be a different way for it to work. But I've gone to a hotel before where you can enter your 
Netflix info if you want to watch Netflix on the hotel TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's outside your home. That's true. Yeah, how that works. You know, if you go on vacation, if you're at a cabin or a cottage and you want to watch your Netflix there. People set up something to where you sign in and it's good. Like you have to verify something on your phone for That's the account and it. then they'll let you they'll let it slide for like 24 to 48 hours or something, you know. And then, you know, if it stays signed in on that account, maybe they get dinged for it or I do feel like, like they that. lose an astronomical amount of money. Well, I mean, oh, I know sure. all streaming services yeah. must, right? Yeah. From password That's sharing. like the one yeah. problem with that that technology now. Mm-hmm. They but made me- it up for like nineteen ninety nine a month now. So. Well, I was going to say, Damn. maybe it would stop the increase <laughs> of the rate. Like, oh I just always keep thinking like I'm going to get rid of it because there's nothing I watch. You've been it. saying that for so long, yeah. but you still have it, right? Yeah, because I know as soon as I, like, my life just sucks, dude. I know as soon as I, like, cancel it, they're going to be like, here's a show you love. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, right. no! Yeah. No, now <laughs> I have to just- fill out the forms again! <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, then you just <laughs> sign up again. No, anything but that! <laughs> it's easy Coming up with a new username! <laughs> oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> a new username. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I feel the same way. Really, I just have it because of my kids now, because I don't, you know, there's really not much on Netflix lately that's yeah, there's about I'm just attention. waiting for Peaky Blinders. That's the one thing I'm waiting for. Right. That's coming soon. So I can't get rid of it. Soon. That's how they do it. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon. Keep them on the hook as long as I haven't can. used like any of those streaming services lately. Like No. But I remember no. saying when we did surveys years ago, like, what's the max you'd pay? And twenty bucks was the max. Yeah. Like people were would not pay more than twenty bucks a month for one streaming service. So Netflix, I think, like they've <laughs> maxed it out. They go over twenty. They're going to lose a ton of people. I believe that, Mm -hmm. too. Because then you're getting close to, like, cable bill again, right? With Mm -hmm. all your streaming services adding up, it's too much money for people. I almost feel like I'm already paying more than what I was paying when we had cable with all the different services. You know what? They're they're pretty good at, like, coming out with a hit, like, every few years or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just haven't been into the hits that have been on there. Yeah, that's the last thing I watched on on Netflix. Was Ozark, but... um, Yeah, like Peaky Blinders I don't watch. That Squid Games I didn't watch. Yeah, Squid Games is the last thing I've been like tuning in for regularly on Netflix. Otherwise, it's, oh, maybe there's something random will pop up. and oh, We'll check that out. Mm. So, Amber did watch that, uh, the Russian... God, I'm so bad at <laughs> what this. What is this? Like, I'm, I'm so bad see if at I can this. Figure it it's out a Russian. Russian girl, Netflix. She's like a scammer. Why are you oh, looking uh, at me? <laughs> she's in Ozark, right? The socialite? One. Is that what um, it is? What is the name of that? Yeah, the blonde from Ozark is the star of that. Oh, Ruth. Like inventing Ruth. Anna or something. Yes, like that. that's my it. girlfriend. Yeah, I heard that was that. good. Yes, inventing girlfriend Anna. loved it. I heard it was really good. Amber I really see liked it, it too. I never watched it. I like that actress. Yeah, she's great. She's so she's, she's awesome really in Ozark. But uh, for myself, like even last night, we sat down. We finally had a couple hours where we thought, okay, let's find some, a good movie to watch mm-hmm. on Netflix. And we could not find anything that, either that we agreed on yeah. or that we're interested. It had interest enough for both of us to watch. So, I feel like if they don't hit you with whatever their big hit is that's going on, then they, then you're not you're out of Netflix for a year or something until they're net. <laughs> yeah, the next yeah. big next, thing. Yeah, um, and I don't know if they've had like a big big thing. Yeah, right? just Squid Games. Squid I think, Games and Ozark are the yeah. last two that I really know people were talking about so much. And I'm waiting for the next. Uh, hopefully, was it the last two seasons of Stranger Things? Like that's what I'm kind of holding on to. Yeah, onto. Yeah. And then if my wife finds something, sometimes she gets sucked into a show and she ends up watching it. So a couple of people have said that we should check out Love is Blind. It's hilarious. Oh, that's a dating that show. show. Yeah. Yeah. They don't see each other. Correct. Yeah. Uh, 
That's so. That's already been out. Like this is yeah. going to be the second. Yeah, or I think third. Le- Nick Lachey is the host. But yeah, I think they've already got. Oh, like you're two, not selling it. Don't tell me. <laughs> Nick well, the him host. and his wife, I think, are the main producers behind the whole thing. Is that the one so. where they do the Hollywood makeup? No, that's a different one. They, that was actually interesting to watch. Where they get um, they dress everybody up like furries, almost Animals, like yeah. different crazy creatures, and then they go on a date. Uh, they've really <laughs> pushed some boundaries with dating shows on uh, these streaming services. Has anyone watched uh, Finding Adam yet? No, the Ryan Reynolds. No, that's like it's, it's no. kind of time travelly because isn't Ryan Reynolds' character and then his character like as a child? Yes. Okay. Which everybody knows if you watch time travel, you can't have those same manners in the same space. Yeah. It could be looking at starting the whole apocalypse. <laughs> well, that's what Lost Amber, because that's a movie I wanted to watch last mm-hmm. night, but everyone's like, mm, time travel? <laughs> <laughs> Lost her. Oh, God, no. <laughs> time travel. So I'll have to watch that one by myself. Got to sell it on the Ryan Reynolds. Pete Davidson. Yeah, right. Pete Davidson's mother, Amy, expressed her utter joy at the thought of her son having a baby with Kim Kardashian one day. Mm. Someone commented on an Instagram photo of Pete and Kim oh, she'll be pregnant with his child by the end of the year. And Pete's mom responded with, yay! Mm-hmm. And then several heart emojis. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's real stupid. You do not want your son to knock up a Kardashian. No. I mean, maybe you do because you know there's money. Well, yeah, it's like they should be a billionaire. Other, otherwise, you're stuck to that with that family now. You know, yeah. you're forever ingrained with that family. Seems like a bad idea. By the way, of course, I screwed it up. Apparently, what? it's called the Adam Project, not Finding Adam. I, I <laughs> thought so. I didn't. I was like, I don't think they it's called that. They every movie name. I'll never yeah. ever get it right. Yeah. The Adam Project. Not is that with Finding um, Adam. Garner? Isn't it Jennifer Garner? Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo. Okay. I saw the preview for it, but I'm like, nah. I didn't even know about the time travel aspect. Yes. Yeah, I believe I, I saw, like, I read a story. The kid that they hired, or they cast to play, like, the young Ryan Reynolds character, this mm-hmm. kid, like, memorized the entire Deadpool movie. Like, oh. every word, and he could, like, really replicate Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, like, mannerisms and stuff. And that's how he got cast in that role, because he was so good at mimicking that character. And someone else said, you guys are completely missing Money Heist on Netflix. It's the number one series in the world right now. Hmm. Money Heist? Money Heist. I don't know what that is. Me neither. We've been watching that movie about the like the, the woman that started like a fake company. Amanda Siegfried's in it. I forget what it's called. but Oh. Um... So this one, it's a Spanish language show. Maybe that's why. It's... Oh. Hard for me to get behind. Me like, too. To, to watch some dubbed, of those. Yeah. dubbed shows, I can't. I can't really get into. Oh, it's games. like another language. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't do, do that. that either. And it's been around for. I guess there's four or five seasons now, so it's been it's been on for a while. It's a criminal mastermind who goes by the professor has a plan to pull off the biggest heist in recorded history to print billions of euros in the royal mint of Spain, and he recruits eight people with certain abilities who have nothing to lose to help him out. Again, it's likely dubbed into English or closed captioned, so you may not enjoy that part of it. In some music news this morning, it's time to get out your best flannel because it's all about the 90s with the new Flannel Nation Festival. The lineup includes Everclear, Soul Asylum, Candlebox, Filter, Cracker, Fastball, and Sponge. 
I was like, every, every one of, of no, the bands no. got worse. Uh, just watching yeah. Andy's reaction to that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> also going to be food trucks, craft beers, and vendors, Andy. Oh, man. To enjoy while you listen to... So most of, so this yeah. is like those one hit wonder tours, pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah. The grunge one hit grunge wonders. <laughs> um, they say there's going to be more bands added, and a special guest headliner will be announced later. Uh, so far, it's only a one day event in California. If it goes well, they may tour around the country. The flannel nation. You better call the presidents of the United States of America and see if they're available to play. Right, think of the other bands around that time that had yeah. one hit. Tickets uh, start at 55 bucks. by the way. And speaking of music festivals, this one I thought was super strange. The boss of Goldman Sachs is going to DJ at Lollapalooza. Okay. David Solomon. He's like one of the richest bankers in the world. Is he the dude that banged Paris Hilton? I don't no. know. No, no, no. 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 That's Rick Solomon. Rick, I was going to say, Rick I thought it was Solomon. Solomon. I was like, I don't believe there's a relation okay. here. But this banker, who like makes $35 million a year at least, is also gotten into being a dance music DJ. Of course. So he's 60. Yeah. <laughs> oh. He's a banker by day yep. and now DJ by night. Club drugs. <laughs> House music. <laughs> Living it. And he's just been signed to play Lollapalooza alongside, like, Metallica and Dua Lipa. I mean, it's a good bill to get put on if you can. Uh, he says he's super excited to be able to play the event. <laughs> Goldman Sachs has no comment. Yeah. But what are they? Is that there any kind of discredits. Pictures of this guy? Oh, yeah. I have a picture of Some him DJ. here. He's, uh, there he is. Oh, yeah. He looks just like a super old white guy. What did he do? Pay to be, to do it? They, he must have. They can't be paying him. Like, look at this guy. Wow. He's Boring not a banker banker right? by day. Wait, He's not. Like CJ Diesel. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Um, what? DJ Joe Nice. Is that what he's. Is that what he. Oh, I don't know. I thought it said uh, down below the next paragraph. He's into dubstep. When oh, no, that's someone else commenting. Diesel. Is this like Diesel or is it supposed to be like DJ Diesel? Oh, no. Other DJs are pissed. Like this DJ Joe Nice said, Goldman Sachs generated record profits in 2021 during a pandemic where millions of Americans lost their job, health insurance, life savings, and homes. When David Solomon, DJ Diesel, takes the stage, walk out. It is an interesting thing, yeah. depending on what they've been up to, Goldman Sachs, to go be like, hey, it's pretty cool their CEO's doing that. He started DJing, I guess, in 2015. And the year Goldman Sachs named him chief executive officer, he started his own record label. He just released his latest track, Heat Wave. Which is described as piano house. Oh, we gotta listen oh, to this. What? Piano house. DJ Diesel. DJ Diesel. Heat wave. Is this guy married, or I wonder if he just wants to pick up chicks like this? He probably. That's probably what he does. He, I, he probably, or he could be married and. And he's the CEO up. of Goldman Sachs, so I just assume he's literally like drinking blood. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, here's a little taste of him. Yeah. 
I feel like I would hate him. I feel like yes. I would too. Yeah, it doesn't look like he has any soul there. Oh man, <sighs> not great. No, nope. and again, it just goes. <laughs> Lollapalooza buddy hooked him up. Or Must something. be, right? Or yeah. someone said he, maybe he bought his way in. Mm-hmm. I found Heat Wave on Spotify if you want to listen to it. I think they do do that at certain like festivals and stuff. You can pay to have your band on certain stages. Really? <laughs> Beautiful. Uh-huh. That's that's the guy? Yeah, that's him. Jason was grooving to the... I wonder who he's got on the vocals over there. there. Apparently, he's collaborated with some bigger names. Because, well, of course, he probably yeah. pays them, right? Yeah. Again, you got money and connections. You can do whatever you want in this world. Yeah, the, the CEO you of Goldman Sachs is probably a good guy to have around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's good to have <laughs> someone with deep pockets. But I'm just shocked that Lollapalooza said, yeah. Yeah, it's a real. It's not good for their image, in my opinion. It doesn't like, talk about sellout. Mm-hmm. Right there, DJ Diesel. That's the biggest sellout you could have. We'll take a break, and when we come back in a moment, we've got a check of the news up next. How many online daters have run a background check on someone? A woman describes herself as autosexual. What is that? And is Chuck one as well? And what was a bakery selling that made a woman complain to the city about them? We'll get to that, those crazy Canadians, and much more on the way when we come back in a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Social media is putting Usher on blast for handing out fake bills at a strip club in Vegas. The bills had an image of Usher on the front, and a lot of people accused him of trying to pull a fast one on the strippers. So, like, money's everywhere, so you just happen to be sitting at a table. Right, you, you just, just think just, Usher's just walked out and yeah. thrown a bunch of money in the so air, you and you're like, yeah! Up. You just pick it up. This is bad news for you. The chuck bucks are going to waste. <laughs> what are you going to do now? Lise, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. With I'm bucks? hoping to go to a foreign land. Uh-huh. Where they don't realize I my image is not the image of an old president. What about that island where they have Prince Philip? Exactly. As their king? I'm planning They're on becoming be their next go. god. Yes. Czechoslovakia. I have got uh, my own money. Pay for everything using this currency. Old praise Chuckbox. I'll tell you this. I'm never coming back if that happens. Is it a loincloth being lifted in the Guys, air? Guys, I'm a king. I am a god king. I knew it was that gonna happen. <laughs> They're feeding him little baby cheeseburgers. James is banning him. Chuckleslovakia. Yep. Chuck <laughs> left us when those Chuck bucks are off. Oh man. James went too. I don't know what happened. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. here on Dave and Chuck the Freak on a Thursday morning, the 24th of March. Chuck the Freak is out today. Should be back with us tomorrow morning. And right now, we've got a check of the news coming up. How many online daters have run a background check on someone? A woman describes herself as autosexual. What is that? And is Chuck one as well? And what was a bakery selling that made a woman complain to the city about them? All that, plus those crazy Canadians coming up. First, though, a woman from Cleveland, Ohio, called 911 on KFC. 
You know, that's probably the bulk of their calls. <laughs> <laughs> Got another KFC nominee. <laughs> they probably have a whole department. Uh, KFC why? department. Apparently, they shorted her some chicken. Oh, no. And she was so upset, she had to call the cops. Take a listen to her 911 call here. Dispatch. Yes, I'm at uh, KFC on 260th in uh, Euclid. Okay. And I came here earlier and I bought some chicken. I bought some chicken for twenty five ninety nine, which should have been eight pieces. I only got four pieces of chicken in here. And the manager going to say he packed the bag, but I only got four pieces of chicken. And I want my chicken. Okay, uh, that's going to be more of a civil matter. You'd have to take it up with management and then maybe someone above him. There's not much the police can do about it. She didn't like so that you answer. can't help me get my chicken. I mean, I can send someone over to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> to talk to me, they should be talking to them. They see the people out there food. <laughs> so you can't help me get my chicken. You almost heard her heart break. I know. Right? Right? She's like, oh great. god, what can I do now? I I can't imagine a situation. I mean, maybe I go there once a year where I pull away with a bucket of chicken. I open it up and there's only half the chicken in there. That'd be upsetting. That I was be. supposed yeah. to get. It would be upsetting. I would not call nine one one. You called the non emergency line. We know. Sure. <laughs> they actually did send an officer out. They really? Because they she requested it. I know, right? <laughs> you know, so much violence at fast food places. But yeah. he said, lady, I can't get you your chicken. Like, there's nothing I can do mm-hmm. here. You got to take it up with a restaurant. We can't step in in that situation. I almost wonder what the situation is. Like, is this a, a woman that comes to this KFC location causes issues to where the, the manager's not? Yeah. Like, why would the manager... Oh, you every time? I'm, so, I'm short four pieces again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? That's, maybe there maybe is That's why the manager's history. like, I packed it. I know there was eight pieces of chicken in there. Get the scam. Get your scamming ass out of my face. Because you like, think otherwise they just, oh, here's yeah, four like, pieces of chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's four pieces of chicken. Okay. Like, it's, this manager doesn't want his boss breathing down his neck because a lady filed a complaint over four pieces of chicken. You just give the lady four pieces of chicken and get her out of your face. And you have to think the mental state of a person that calls 911. Yes. To complain about four yeah. pieces of chicken being gone that maybe they would scam <laughs> the. Possibly. The, you know, but lot. you're willing to risk getting arrested for four pieces of chicken? Again, you're not thinking yeah. right, right? So Ohio. She must really look at Ohio. They take their chicken the seriously. Crime. So many people in jail over that right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in for? Yeah. It's non-violent KFC. chicken offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure to be my chicken. <laughs> um, someone says, listen, former 911 dispatcher here, we deal with that kind of crap all the time. And we've heard several of them through the years. The most famous one, the woman that called from the Burger King. Complaining about her Western yeah. Whopper or something that yeah. she couldn't get made. Well, I feel for the dispatch. I know I'm not 911 emergency, but I <laughs> yes. feel like I've dealt with uh, stuff Close like this enough. on the you, lines. You yeah. take a lot of calls from all sorts of different people. Where I'm like, I can't help you with that, you know? <laughs> Call Jesus. Call <laughs> 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 right. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Moses is on the line. <laughs> but, yeah, so no word if she got her missing chicken or not, or Probably if she's not. a chicken scammer. Yeah, I think I think... It's I do I I just want to side with the manager on this one. Yeah, I feel like this too. lady's pulling. Yeah, for four pieces of chicken, it just seems like. 
too big, too big of a deal. Someone said that bucket never overflows the top of the bucket like they show in the commercial ever. Oh no, never. No. Got to reach down in there. Yeah, yeah. grab your. Chicken. But I also I look at the chicken before you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's see this. It's oh, like do you count your pieces? I look at all the stuff like a drug deal. I, I guess I came from the drug world. <laughs> so I'm like, let's say I just gave you some money. Let's look at this together. <laughs> it does it like a, I do it like a drug deal. Oh, there's only three biscuits here, man. <laughs> Well, to... That's so funny that you treat fast food like a drug deal. I've never thought I of that. Most like a drug deal. Okay, all right. That's where I did a lot of those. So I guess that's my main business understanding. Taste the chicken. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's pure. That's pure. You guys look good now. Yeah, all 11 herbs and spices in that chicken there for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I've that. I mean, I'm sure it's happened to almost everyone listening to the show that you pulled away and either it's totally wrong or. Or you're missing something, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's the worst. It burns you every time. Like yep. I've been burnt so many times by that, and then I've had to drive back through the drive-through. But here, you know why I don't do it? I feel like if you did that in front of a lot of fast food workers, they'd be insulted. I'm with you. Yeah, you know? I mean, like I don't do it obnoxiously. <laughs> like it's not really like a drug deal, but I'm like, quickly. Yeah, see, it's not like a, like a, you're a scumbag. Let's no. see how we, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> I get what I you're saying. Because I don't like that extra going back around and having to deal with it. Sometimes they're just like, are you, think you're crazy. Well, for me, the lines are so long. I, I'm not going well, to go back in line. Hold on. Hold on. We're not talking something's about playing here. the rising yeah, prices. We can, you can just stop it there for a second. Figure out what the hell's happening. But, yeah, I I know there's a lot of. Gonna take a peek, though. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> take a peek. Discreet peek. Yeah, a discreet peek. Discreet. <laughs> okay, we're sometimes, good. Sometimes I feel like the the employees at the window kind of pressure you into trying to check it quicker too. So I, I feel like I think okay. there's a lot of them that don't want to give you their sauce. They, there's a lot of them that don't want to have any sort of interaction with you mm-hmm. after. It's like they hand you the bag and then they would. Some of them almost like or... mess with your mind a little bit too, where you're like, they make you forget to ask for ketchup because of the way they hand stuff to you. Yeah, it's so fast because I was checking my Taco Bell order the other day and I'm going through and the guy's like, it's all there. It's all there. All your items are there. All four of your oh, items. Oh, he was. They're there. I'm like, let me verify that <laughs> yeah. they're there, sir, oh. before I have to drive back around and get in this line. Yeah. So I feel like I'm pressured by the guy at the window That's and I feel pressure. like I'm pressured by the people behind me because they're like, What's this clown doing? How many different animals? Do I mean, it'll be check? thirty seconds or less that I'll I'll do that. So. You know what? I'm just realizing I was behind a woman that did this, and I got pissed at her because she it didn't it wasn't thirty seconds. She I saw her open everything. Oh, man. see, that's and crazy. I'm behind yeah. her. I'm like, come no, on, you can't yeah. check. No. Yeah. To make but sure she they got checked, all I guess she opened every burger, or maybe she was one of those Karens that ordered things a very specific way, mm-hmm. but, oh, it was a pain in the ass. But luckily, you make it fast. I want to listen to the 911 call one more time just to see if she sounds suspicious, because I wasn't listening to it that way. Like, did, is she just a chicken stealer? Let's find out. Please dispatch. Yes. I'm at KFC. Okay. And I came here earlier, and I bought some chicken. For twenty five ninety nine, which should have been eight pieces. I only got four pieces of chicken in here, and the manager gonna say he packed the bag, but I only got four pieces of chicken, and I want my chicken. Okay, uh, that's gonna be more of a civil matter. You'd have to take it up with management, and then maybe someone above him. There's not much the police can do about it. So you can't help me get my chicken. I mean, I can send someone over to talk to you. <laughs> To talk to me, they should be talking to them. They see people out there fooling. She sounds legit. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like you can sound legit in that situation. How much is the chicken? Twenty five ninety nine for eight for pieces? eight. I pieces? thought the same thing. Was it a meal? Does it come with like a couple sides? I hope yeah. so because you know how much you could buy eight pieces of chicken. Maybe what we're so talking about cheaper, here, but I know it's not KFC <laughs> deliciousness. I think a family. I think a family. <laughs> That's expensive. That seems crazy expensive. Eight piece meal, two drums, two call. thighs, two breasts, two wings. If I was, but you do get a couple of sides. Okay, you get like you can get mashed potatoes and coleslaw or something. If there was a shortage, I'd be upset if I paid twenty five ninety nine. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be upsetting for sure. Four pieces of chicken. But I just don't. If that really happened, I don't think the manager would fight him on it. No, I don't think yeah. so. Unless it's like a repeat, I feel like it, yeah. it could it's possibly a repeat. a repeat. You know, offense like yeah. oh, the la- the chicken scammer lady's back again. Yeah. You know, last week we just gave her, you know, two extra sides she claimed she didn't get, you know. Because I almost have an anxiety. That's kind of the reason I check stuff before I leave is because I have an anxiety of being like, no, you're so fat that you ate all the food. Yeah. And then and I'm like <laughs> being accused of that now. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the price, Lise. Wow. I just looked it up. That is the, it's it. That, I guess we don't get KFC that often because no, that does I've seem not. expensive to me. I feel time. like at a grocery store you'll pay like nine bucks for that. Oh, yeah. Eight pieces of oh, fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there's yeah, not going to be the recipe. Right. It's not, it's not your. I thought you were placing an order. I was getting excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wants me <laughs> to. Add the bag. I had to go through yeah, all that just to see what the price would be. All right, Lisa, add to bag. There we go. We're getting some chicken. Um, someone said, now I can't get the image out of my mind of Am- Andy thumbing through a burger like a stack of cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I got a kit. Yeah. I test it. Yeah. Making sure it's all good. It. Someone else said, if you have a kid who has a meltdown over lettuce on their taco, you sure as hell check that food before you leave that drive through oh, line. Oh, the kid oh. factor. Yeah. I don't have to deal with that. I'm the kid who's having a meltdown. With the time. <laughs> sauce, how much James the is the kid. <laughs> did you put a sauce on the cheese and gordita? No, oh, oh, why did I bother buying it? His wife has to check it now because she check knows it for me. A James meltdown Crying. could be on the way. Uh, G's in Southfield. Good morning, G. How you doing? Uh, balls. Balls. A woman called nine one one because KFC shorted her chicken order. She said you had a comment. Yeah, I I went to this famous chicken place in Southfield. Okay. And uh, my wife wanted it's a sandwich, this hot spicy sandwich. So I said, okay, I'm going to get me one too. I waited about a half an hour, man. I was so mad. I've already walked out of line. They said, oh, uh, your order's up. They gave me somebody else's order. It was a whole family. It was a mess of food. I took that bag and jetted out that, that restaurant. No, you didn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> a happy ending to that story. <laughs> and then, the guy behind the counter come running out the restaurant, chasing my car. You got somebody else's order. I say, no, I don't buy. <laughs> well, you can't go back there, though, G. I was. I, I don't care, man. I, I, you know, I go to another one. It's cool. Yeah, all right. As long as it works out for you. <laughs> Have a good day, dude. Yeah, horrible start, but a happy ending. Yeah, got yeah. bags Whole full of food. Family's worth of food. Uh, James is in Boston. Hi, James. How are you? Hey, how's it doing? Penis balls. Penis. What's your comment? Hey, uh, so I went to this Wendy's, and it's, like, notorious for having a wicked long drive-thru. And uh, I didn't want anything, but my buddy wanted a cheeseburger. But by the time we got to the window, I took a cheeseburger and just told him that uh, they just they must have forgot about it. They must have shorted him. And he was, like, demanding to go back. And I was like, dude, they didn't give you a cheeseburger. I was like, what are you going to do, walk up to the window as I was eating a cheeseburger? Oh, so you just tricked him. 
You're a yeah, horrible friend. I, I, You're a horrible friend, James. Yeah. A real horrible friend. Uh, somebody said on TikTok, there's a video that's gone viral of a kid that worked at the drive-thru for five years who said he gave everybody who ordered chicken nuggets an extra nugget every single time. Oh, my hero. <laughs> That, that would make your day. Yeah. If your six-pack turned into a seven-pack, there's something about that. That's pretty sad. When one <laughs> nugget is the, the key to making you happy in life. Like, oh, bonus nug! It is one of those small things that you're like, they have a huge impact. You have a bonus chicken nugget? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, that's even better than like a, an onion ring with your french fries. That's where we are in life, Lise. A bonus nug so. can turn your day around. It is really weird. Like One time I went and got a burrito, and then the register wasn't working, and I got the free burrito, and it made me so happy. A hundred percent. It made well, me so, so damn happy. A burrito is better than one nugget that's true i mean that's a big that's a big deal I, at least i don't know you haven't got it uh, it's happened to me once before well, the price of gas continues oh, to go they this, want to play this story this damn gas. story so it doesn't play again um you get something extra in your bag it is i mean i would never take a whole like g did if i knew i had a whole family's worth of food i wouldn't just drive away i couldn't do that but i got one extra thing in there which yeah. has happened before then that's amazing uh Venetia? Morning, double and triple dong. Oh, yes, and to you as well. Double dong to you as well. <laughs> uh, you had a comment. <laughs> yes, um, a few years ago, I went to McDonald's on my lunch break from work, and I got my food and my sister some food, and by the time I got back to work to eat my lunch, there was, like, no burger. Like, they put no patty on our burgers at all, so... Technically, it was just bread and condiments. No. Wow. So what do you do? Do you yeah. go back? I couldn't because I was on my break, but I kept calling them and calling them, and nobody would answer, so I blasted them on Twitter. Oh, okay, well, that's the other thing you can do. Or yeah. next time, just call the cops, Phoenicia. I'm yeah. sure they'll they'll rush out to see you. So, they would have came, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> Have a good day. I wonder what happened there. Like, is that like a, ooh, we're out of burgers, so I'll just make this? Or just an over... How do you not know there's no meat in It happens every once in a while. No, it's crazy to me. It's the main thing you're you're buying is that burger patty. (laughs) And I get home, there's six patties missing from my sandwiches. So it's either A, people who don't care, or B, people who are just working so fast, they're just assembling things they don't even notice. They haven't put the meat in. Yeah. And uh, Nick's in Boston. Hey, man, you had something happen at a drive-thru. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. All right, so I remember being at the drive-thru of a Wendy's one day with my fiance, and I, I remember waiting there for a bit. This woman's in front, obviously screaming at the people inside. I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And then a couple minutes later, she gets out of the like she gets out of the car, standing up, like full on screaming at the people inside. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is getting out of hand." I come to find out, her husband in the next seat had dropped his food, and she for some reason blames it on them. Like, why would you let this happen? What are you going to do about it? I'm like, "That's not their problem." Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, no, there's nothing. If they drop their own food, it's not It's not on. I mean, I yeah. think most places, if you dropped it right in front of them at the window, they'd, yeah, they'd, they'd give you another order. Care, yeah. Yeah. yeah, But, I mean, if you dropped it on the way home, you were already out of the, the parking lot and it fell out, like, pulling in the driveway of your house. I feel the responsibility to need to pay for it another if I dropped all the food. I would yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. Again, most reputable yeah. places would be like, uh, no yeah. worries, we'll, yeah. we'll get you another order. But I guess some would make you pay if you wanted to replace it. But that's 
that's devastation right there. Yeah. Drop right. your bag of food. <clears throat> and that happened. It breaks your heart. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never forget it. Yours is worse, though, because you actually watched them handcraft that burrito. Yeah, I did. I was there for like that. that, baby. that said, I made that. It makes it a lot more personal, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I you picked out that peppers, scoop of salsa. I saw you know? him put the yeah. cheese. I did. Wow. <laughs> I was there for the whole creation of this thing. It's my unique burrito experience. It's like building and a bear. And the bag drops, and I'm like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> I watched him. <laughs> It's like you built your best friend, and then you I watch watched him, him be born, <laughs> and he's dead. Oh God! I was here every step of the way, all the way up to the salsa. No, no! Oh God! He's dead. I'm like What's wrong to with put that it back guy? together. Like, oh, oh he, he lost a burrito today. What? Yes, I'm very oh, sad. Oh please. my God! Hey, what are you guys talking sorry. about? Nothing. 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 nothing man. Nothing, nothing. Are you okay over there? Yeah. Ah, yeah, with these pills. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, someone else texted in saying, I always flirt with the Dunkin' Donuts female staff member when I go there and order my munchkins, and she always tosses me an extra couple. Wow, that works. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. When I used to flirt with the people at the fast food joints, I think they're going to call the cops on me. <laughs> yeah, different there's, experience. Yes, yeah. there's a different way to do it, I guess, James, to get something out of it. Uh, ordered three chocolate chip cookies because I was having a super bad day at uh, Mickey D's drive through the other day. Opened the container. It was just Big Mac sauce. Oh, that's... And her, the day got worse. That is crazy. That is... You're having a bad day. You want How, cookies and you, you get Big, Big Mac, Mac sauce. sauce. Like, they don't sell it. They don't have packets of Big Mac I, sauce, no, do they? they just so squirted some into a container? I'd be so upset. That's insane. What went wrong there? I hope they went back. I take I that as back. some kind of weird message to I get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never see me again. Um... One more call here. Mike is in Redford. Hi, Mike. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. You had uh, a comment on something at the drive-thru. Yeah. So when I used to work at this one uh, undisclosed sandwich shop back in the day, um, one of the policies was always to be really nice to the customer, always give them exactly what they wanted. So what ended up happening is this lady ordered a sandwich with no meat, no bread, no anything. It was like lettuce and tomatoes. And when we gave it to her in a little pouch, she got all mad and demanded to get it for free and get some other stuff and because the policy we had to do that so we figured that she might have been uh doing something similar to that scam that uh this lady might have been trying to do oh, oh okay i've never heard of that scam before yeah, i guess it's a lot of work for yeah free food for free to get some lettuce and meat and uh somebody said once was so stoned in a duncan drive-thru that i paid and drove away without remembering to take my food <sighs> I've done that before. I realized as I <laughs> allegedly, I, allegedly, I realized as I turned out of the parking lot, but was far too paranoid and embarrassed to go back. So I took the loss and went to a different Dunks and placed oh, the same man. order. It wasn't even like a high thing with me. It was just like sometimes I just like forget about that whole part of the transaction, or I'll be listening to music or something. I'll drive right by the second window. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, what have I done? No. <laughs> oh, it's a whole thing. I guess you can at some McDonald's anyway. Um, you can get an extra. Some of them have packets. They're called signature sauce. And some of them, if they don't have it, they'll just squirt it in a random container because you can get a oh, side wow. of mac. Some people like to dip their fries in the mac sauce. Oh, I should try that. Mm. So, just I don't think there's anything more unappealing than a than some kind of wrapper with <laughs> mac <laughs> sauce. In it. Oh my god. <laughs> Disgusting. I don't know. I don't mind the sauce, and I like because I like the In and Out sauce too. And they'll give you extra packets of it mm-hmm, to put yeah. on your stuff. But and the same with um, what's the other Shake Shack. Shake Shack. They've got good yeah. Shack sauce. 
whatever. It's all similar. It's all pretty much mm-hmm. the same. But I didn't know you could get extra. All right. There is uh, a bakery owner in Canada. Holly Fraser is her name. She owns Punk Rock Pastries. She was surprised to find some city officials in her British Columbia bakery the other day. Turns out a disgruntled Karen complained to the city after she visited the bakery with her kid. The trigger point, the multiple penis-shaped desserts (laughs) that her daughter discovered in this bakery. Here's the story of what happened now from CTV News. Take a listen to their report. A salted caramel cookie, a jam donut, two dick cookies, and a bondage bunny. We're good? (laughs) Business was so good Friday, staff at Punk Rock Pastries sold more in just one hour than they do on a typical day. The only time it is like this, actually, is at Halloween. And that's our crazy time of year. We weren't expecting this. The sudden influx of sweet tooths is all thanks to a notorious little cookie. We can't give you a clear picture of the anatomically correct biscuit. Oh, oh my. Or the dozens and dozens that are madly being made at the back. But the um, perpetrators have some much offended and some reaching for their wallets. I found out about it yesterday. I phoned Jude and said, we got to go. You see, the bakery <laughs> two old ladies that oh rushed down to the dick bakery. <laughs> Those ladies really wanted some, they need some biscuits. This they is wanted- like James had a bakery. This yes, is what it would be. absolutely. <laughs> that woman is like female James yeah. running yeah. The, the punk rock pastries. Venturous and sometimes naughty treats. A mother was so upset by what she saw on the shelf, mm. she complained to Burnaby City Hall. We do some adult-themed things. I mean, that's what sets us apart from every single bakery. In came two bylaw officials who told the owner she was actually doing the right thing. After all, there are warnings on the door. 16 plus, please. But if she could just post another warning on social media, it would go go a long way and boy did it ever now the word's gotten out and well we're pumping them out as fast as we can i got a penis cookie and a bondage bunny oh my goodness i think this place is awesome Tell me more about i didn't even know it was bunny. in the neighborhood perhaps no surprise none of the new customers were offended by the merchandise bondage bunnies penis colada cupcakes you had one yesterday you do not remember <laughs> i didn't oh We'll buy one of I'll buy one of each of those. That's like my mom and my aunt. Yes, right there. That's like if they went to a bakery yes. together, they hundred percent would love it. Every minute After of it. After all, anyone who doesn't like it doesn't need to come. Sinjin Alexander, CTV News, Burnaby. Yeah, so luckily they determined the bakery's not breaking any laws or doing anything. They clearly have a sign in the front door that said it should be only 16 and over to enter because they have adult pastries. Tell your kid to quit looking at the adult-themed pastries section. But one Karen came in and was so offended she reached out to the city to complain. I guess this pastry place has actually um, done so well Like uh, on Canada's Food Network. They've won some cooking competition, but I brought up their... They have some vagina cookies over here. Um, There were some there. Look at, there's some quite graphic, (laughs) very detailed. Those are edible dongs? They are edible dongs, James. I'm not sure what is in them. Are those like dong pops, like cake pops made to look like dongs? But I would love to Uh eat one of those out in public. The rest are just like they have little little dick cookies on <laughs> top of their cupcakes. <laughs> just sit down on the bench next to somebody. Can you imagine someone making yeah. eye contact with yeah. you while eating one of those? Yeah, yeah, I just like, pull out this big giant wiener. I'm like, oh, oh hey. That's the funniest oh, thing. Oh, I, uh, you need to do that, yeah. dude. No, you do. We, we got to tape bite? it. Yeah. We got to tape it and get yeah, people's reaction. Yeah, save me a little bit of the balls. 
Nothing Taking like nibble. an afternoon stack, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say something weird. <laughs> Most of them aren't that graphic. It's just like tiny dick cookies on top of a cupcake or something. Yeah. But they definitely have some very detailed. You can kind of tell by their sign, right? Like yeah. they're, they're like an edgy bakery. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like it though. The penis colada cupcake. I take four their, of their stuff penis looks great. I gotta say, it does look really good. It looks like they they. It's not just a gimmick. It looks like it actually. No, it's a vagina bouquet there. Yeah. Looks like it actually. Oh my god! You had me at this. Whatever this <laughs> vanilla sponge soaked in chocolate syrup, rolled in coconut with jam and cream in the middle. Yes, please. <laughs> I gotta go to the punk rock pastry place. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll get concept. you a couple of those big dick. Please do. Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Bring them my way. I'll let you feed them to me if you want. No, no, I'm good. You can feed them to yourself, but uh, it is. Find me a public bench to sit on and freak people. We've got to do that. We've got to find a place. You're waiting in a line eating yeah. one or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Make sure it's Boston cream, too. Yes. Oh, it's got to be cream filled. Absolutely. All right. You know, now's the time as gas prices are through the roof that people are trying to get free gas. Well, different kind of scams are coming up. Here's one. <laughs> In Texas, they found some thieves had a trap door on a minivan just so they could pull up to the tanks oh. and actually, like, the in-ground. Oh, and start work, like start so getting gas that okay. way. Here's the story on that. The story already tried to start about 1,500 <laughs> times here. But uh, here's the actual story now from KHOU-TV. Well, the price of gas continues to go up, but tonight we aren't talking about the rising prices at the pump. One gas station owner says that someone is stealing it, the gas. Zach Tawatari is at that gas station in southwest Houston, and he has that story. Zach. Xavier, this gas station feeling the hurt at the pump because that owner tells me thieves allegedly rolled over these lids and stole the gas right up from under them. The way they did it is very sneaky. Jerry Thiles says surveillance video outside of his family's gas station on Fuquay in southwest Houston shows thieves who've been stealing gas. The green van seen here, he says. They had a trap door in their vehicle and uh, they would put a hose down there and uh, suck it out with the pump. The alleged thieves, he says, hit his Chevron three times last week and tried for a fourth. So each time they were there about like 15 to 20 minutes in a high traffic time. After noticing a deficiency in his stores three days in a row. Of about like 350 uh, gallons of diesel. Jerry began combing through surveillance and noticed a pattern. I started seeing this this van just parked over there. Saying he later realized that this black SUV was there playing lookout. In all, he says the thieves stole over a thousand gallons of gas. We had locks on our on our uh, fill caps. Still, they were coming in, and um, they might have they might have think they were locking it with their own lock. On Friday, he happened to be in the office, and when he noticed that same van pull up, Jerry, seen here in the white shirt, took off after it. I needed to have them see me and to scare them away. In total, the heists have cost Jerry and his family five thousand dollars. The price of gas hitting them just as hard as consumers. In this kind of job, every penny counts. And, you know, we don't, we can't afford to lose a, a single more gallon. Jerry told me he had spoken to HPD just hours before that fourth attempted robbery. And he's hoping he can get the public's help if anyone knows anything about the cars involved to call police. Xavier. All right, Zach. 
That's a hilarious name of that place. I know. Yes. I can't say. It's, it's like F U Q U A, and you know how people would be saying that, yes. right? Express. Yeah. <laughs> the F U Express. But there's got to be somebody that worked with like uh, putting the gas in the tanks, right? Because I wouldn't even know what was under. It's got to be somebody that either worked at a gas station or works with the fuel delivery to yeah. know how that all operates. Right. And, to know and how you would set up what. a trap door mm-hmm. and pull directly over it and then be able to siphon out thousands of gallons into yeah. your minivan. Yeah. And then even just to transport that much gas is so crazy. And then, like, how do you offload it? Like, they did a whole episode on Always Sunny yeah, in Philadelphia did. where they tried to <laughs> buy gas. Super barrels cheap. of gas. Yeah, yeah like they were filling up gas, uh, garbage cans with gas. How do you... But I just know, like, I worked at a gas station. Uh, I didn't manage it like you you managed, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I, uh, uh, the guy would come in and then um, put the gas in the tanks. I just assumed it was, like, they took the cover off and then way down there is the gas somewhere. I didn't know there was, like, Yeah, a- no, you pull that little cap off and then there's, like, a, a pipe that comes up out, out of the ground. So that way if it rains and it floods, it won't get into the tanks. I wouldn't even know. So then you take that cap off that's over that pipe and then you would attach the hose to, to fill the gas in that way. But they're always but- locked. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, in Arizona, we didn't have locks like they have in this oh, you news story. No, there wasn't any kind of special lock that you you had to use or manipulate. But what I would have to do every morning, I would have to go out to those tanks, open them up, and then stick a long meter stick down in there and measure the level of where the the fuel is. Then I'd have to go put that measurement into a computer, and it would tell me, "Hey, you're missing, you know, two gallons of gas, or you're missing." So much gas. So if you see a big fluctuation, you know that there's either something wrong with the pumps or somebody's stolen gas out of your yeah, tank. So it was because you were a manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was part of my morning routine. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't. They were like, he can't be trusted. To me. <laughs> and then there's also <laughs> like, uh, yeah, going out there and seeing what the gas is like. You have to like go out there and maintain those uh, those little openings. Like you got to clean them out and wipe them out. And that was like the mm-hmm. worst. Because mm-hmm. if the gas spilled, you'd have like glue gas in there. You'd have to like sop up and get rid of and dispose of. Ooh. So I feel like in like. Th- like two or three more dollars. It's literally Mad Max. I yeah. I totally agree. I think so. I think yeah. We're like two or three dollars. Right. Things away will from get Mad real Max. bad. <laughs> Things are going to get real bad. They got to put a cap on those gas prices. <laughs> they figure that one out. A New York City photographer is hitting back after it was revealed that he charges extra money to take professional photos of bigger girls compared to standard sized ladies. Hmm. That seems mean. Mm-hmm. This dude, William Lords, came under fire for his pricing when a model took to TikTok to share an email she received from his photography studio. Here she is talking about it. Okay, so you all probably have heard of designers charging more for curved models because it's more fabric or whatever. But what about a photographer charging more to shoot curve or plus size models? That's a new one. Yes, that is exactly what hit my inbox today and my jaw completely dropped. I own a mother agency called Model Nexus and we specialize in body diversity. And part of what I do as an agent is source good test photographers for my girls. I reached out to William Lords, a New York-based photographer, to ask about his rates and his availability. And this is what I got back. Yep, you're reading that right. A curve or a plus-size model is going to cost an extra $100. I guess he just doesn't want to have to look at them through his camera. That's... So, yeah, the email quoted 950 bucks for a standard size model and $1,050 to photograph a plus size model. 
He's, of course, now facing allegations of fat phobia, and there are calls for him to be canceled. But he says there's a reason behind all this. He said his prices are for test shots where he creates a lookbook for models to take with them to auditions. And that includes access to a wardrobe full of designer clothes that the models wear while being photographed. And he claims the designer threads for regular size models are easier to come by. But clothing for bigger women is more expensive and harder to source. And that's why he has to charge more. Other people who have been to him claim that's BS. They've never had wardrobe provided. And he just charges more for bigger girls. I mean, he's like some New York model photographer. I just would assume he's the most douchey kind of person. Super douche? Yeah. Well, there he is. There's a picture of the dude there. I don't assume he'd be a sensitive. No. I feel like he just wants to take photos of good-looking girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, the only reason he's a photographer. Right. It's his business, I guess. He can yeah. set the rules how he decides. Well, look, he lives on permanent vacation, according to his hat. <laughs> <laughs> Upside. <laughs> I mean, I think if a lot of guys set up a photography business, maybe they wouldn't want bigger girls to come in there but uh, then you're gonna be yeah, i mean i guess he can set whatever rate he wants to set for his work you know but it does seem like it's kind of unfair to, to charge more for it just seems like the backlash you'd get from yeah. doing that is going to be so much more than the extra hundred bucks yeah. right and to put it in writing when you send that to someone <clears throat> that seems a little crazy but he says there's no way you're going to cancel him he doesn't care what they do there is a model from Brazil, who describes herself as autosexual. Have you heard that term? No. no. It's someone who can orgasm from looking at themselves in the mirror. Wow. Whew, that's the, that's Which, a no good for me. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> he's not here to defend himself today, but I was going to ask Chuck. Would you describe yourself he as an autosexual? Would. I think he, he would. We was. all could see Chuck looking yeah. in yes. the mirror and pleasuring he himself. He's never himself. more erect than when he walks out of the bathroom staring at, from staring at himself in the mirror for hours. Like, whoa! <laughs> but this lady, uh, Lada Sandian from Brazil, is autosexual. She derives sexual pleasure from looking at herself and thinking about herself having sex. And she says that is enough to make her climax. She came out as autosexual last year. She has since aimed to raise awareness of it around the world. She's speaking out for all the autosexuals. She admitted that she's most turned on when looking in a mirror at herself. And she often masturbates with this technique because she loves to stare at herself doing it. I can't even imagine staring at myself in the mirror while While you're pleasuring yourself. Yeah, Most men, I don't believe... Besides, like, the American psychotype. <laughs> right. That's that a real psychotic kind Most of Most guys don't watch themselves, pleasure themselves. There's a picture. I mean, I'm proud of my body, but don't get me wrong. I, just, <laughs> I can't stare at myself while I'm doing that. Oh, yeah. No, I'm completely disgusted. I'm see, it, see what my face looks like, you know, when I'm at the moment. I don't want to see any of that. Uh, she said, masturbating in front of a mirror is a good way to learn more about yourself. Autosexuals get turned on by thinking of themselves in sexual scenarios not by actually having sex with someone else, but by the image of themselves being sexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool she can do that, I guess. I guess, <clears throat> as I said, most people I don't think would. I just don't know if I believe her. 
Well, no. I'm, you know? I'm sure. She's trying to raise awareness for autosexuals yeah, around the world, what a cause world, to get though. behind. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> what, what kind of, like, uh, issues do autosexuals yeah, have? Right. You know, like, oh, you can get off looking at yourself in the mirror. You poor thing. Like, it's, that doesn't seem like it's that big of a problem. <laughs> it's not. You know? I guess they're judged, James. I'm glad you're bringing awareness to this. She's a very attractive girl, obviously. And she's posed for Playboy, so I'm sure nudes of her are out there. If you love your body that much... Then maybe, you know, you understand it. Um, this guy says, if I ever caught myself jerking off in a mirror, I would go soft immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I do the same thing. Yeah. <sighs> it's not, I don't know. I don't know. There's something I understand more of women mm-hmm. being into it. Yeah. Because I guess because as a dude, you think of a woman pleasuring herself as a much more sexual thing than a guy pleasuring themselves. Yeah, I mean, they're just much more pleasant to look at. Yeah. 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 The female form is much more desirable thing to look at, I think, for both men and women. Then. Right. Uh, someone said, imagine walking in on a guy in front of the bathroom sink just going to town on himself, making hard self-eye contact. That's That'd the most be- disturbing thing. That should be the next American Psycho. Movie. Yeah, it should be. Just walk out, yeah. turn around, and leave. It'd be the next flexing while he's doing the chick from behind scene. I feel like if I did that, like the other Andy would walk out of the mirror or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, horror movie situation. <laughs> That's how you teleport into another universe. Be like, well, I have pants that'll fit you. Can't even, <laughs> can't even look at. His reflection. All right. When you're dating online, there's always a chance of matching with a psycho. So you got to do your research. A study looked into the top ways we snoop on potential dates. 73% of online daters say they've done it before. Here's a quick question for you. What have you discovered about someone in a background check or snooping about them that made you not date them? What did you find when you were snooping? Before dating that made you not date them. one 954 6969 is the toll-free number. one 954 6969 or text 46969. So they looked into the top ways that we do snoop on potential dates. Um, and 73% have done it. Number one, of course, is checking out their social media accounts. That's like the easiest way. That's right. Yeah, it's yeah. so easy. I mean, unless they have it on full lockdown. Right. You can get some information there. 49% have done it before going on a date. Around one in four will even go as far as to snoop on that person's friends and family, too. They don't stop at the person that they might date. They look further into it. Googling their name, 37% do that before dates now. I think all of this, by the way, is smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to do. You can see people's criminal records and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Especially for like a woman woman going out on a date. Oh, yeah. And if it's like a Tinder meetup. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, looking them up on professional networking sites like LinkedIn. 30% admit they do that. This may be a bit more extreme. 14% have paid to run an actual background check. Oh, wow. On them. Yeah, that's extreme. That is extreme. That's one in seven. Really? It's that frequent. That's crazy because I always assumed most of those sites were just scams. Anyways, you'd act. You need like some sort of contact within like the police department or somebody who has access to some of those. I think that's like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You can get. I think I've had to pay for them before getting jobs. Oh, okay. I didn't Uh, consider that. Look them up on a payment app like Venmo. What about? 
What is that? Well, that well, Venmo, it's, it has like a weird social aspect it to it. Does, like you can see what other people are spending their money on or where they're sending money to and receiving really? money. I have mine yeah. on private. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course you do. Because yeah. that's no one's business. I always spending thought my money on. It's so odd. Part of Venmo was weird. I mm-hmm. agree. And I, it's weird when I see my friends show up with what they're, what they're paying, paying people back. And, for. Yeah. Yeah. That's so bizarre. I can't imagine yeah. why that's a thing. You And you have to. Put something, some sort of a note or yeah. something. Yeah. You have to put a note, yeah. and then you keep that. You can keep that private so nobody else can see. Yeah, that's, but that's right. I just was like, I was like, what is that? I should go in and see what I have labeled because Venmo, I believe, is how I paid for the sex toys I got made for Dave and Chuck for Christmas. I forget what I labeled that as. Dongs. I don't sure see you come up on because what I think it's anybody in your contacts. Oh, really? And I don't I show think up. So I don't think you show up. Oh. Then maybe I have. I'm totally secure and locked down. Maybe it was a Venmo. I'm not on Venmo, so I've never yeah. seen it. It just seems crazy to me that, you It's a know, weird thing. I thought that was weird because I love the convenience of that. Like, you you know, you, you got to get somebody some cash or something real quick. It's awesome. So yeah. I guess looking them up on Venmo, now that makes more sense. You can see yeah. what's, like, what's he spending. His, right. <laughs> or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The well, like what kind of stories. places they, they yeah. might have gone to or what their friends are saying. He's got a bunch of $100 transactions going to drug dealer. So yeah. what did you find... When doing a background check on someone that made you not date them. John's with us here in Oak Park. Hi, John. Hi, how's it going? Good. Um, I, yeah, I was just calling in. I, I had dated a girl for three or four months, and uh, I did a background check on her, and she wasn't even giving me her real name. And so I, and, you know, I just cut everything off. Uh, yeah. oh, so you, like, met her through, like, Tinder or something? Uh, it was a dating app, yeah. And, you know, I was taking her out to nice dinners and treating her well and everything. And, and how, I just found out she wasn't being honest. Was, how many yeah. dates in? Oh, man. I mean, at least 20. I mean, 10, oh, 20 God. dates. Did you, you didn't ask her, well, hey, what's your, she just wouldn't reveal it? Because maybe she was doing that for protection or privacy? Yeah, I think I think it was a privacy thing. I also thought maybe she was embarrassed or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't end well, though. I'm, you know, oh. I can tell you that. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks, John. I, I kind of like one or two dates. If I find out a woman used a fake name, I think okay. Yeah. You know, there's so many weirdos in the world. I, I totally understand. Mm-hmm. But twenty dates in, yeah. you still Something's haven't up. told me your real name yeah. because I feel like twenty dates in, there's something. There's something here. You yeah. Know? Like How did you find out though that it wasn't? You know. Yeah, he did well, the background oh, check. But I wonder, like, what flagged him to decide he wanted to run that background exactly. check after 20 days. You know, you've, something must 20 have, dates, yeah. you know. There must have been something else that came up. Mm-hmm. Marcus is in Tampa wondering if you found something on a background check or snooping before a date that made you not date. Penis. Penis. Yeah, so uh, I met a girl. Uh, we went out a couple of times. Something didn't seem right. So uh, I got a buddy who's a cop, and I asked him to look her up in the police database. And uh, it turns out she had a federal conviction, and the case was sealed. And so he was like, dude, run far, fast. It's, I mean, just get out of this situation. So you he don't said, know I've what never... it was for? No, but he said she's not allowed to have firearms. And he said, I've never seen a case sealed before. And anybody I've ever looked up, I've never seen a case seal. Oh, yeah, you run. You run fast. Did he say what circumstances they will typically seal a case up for? Or anything like no, that? No, he said, I've ne- I don't, he said, I've never seen, I don't even know what this means exactly. But it's a federal case, not a, you know, local so or a state. a big deal. Thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's not supposed it to see that. It was a big deal. Yeah. All right, Marcus, thanks. Yeah, I'd run far from that. Yep. Yeah, I should have done it once. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. Yeah. He likes them. A little risky. Uh, Someone said, I found out that she ran a prostitution ring. Wow. Her number actually was the number for the website. (laughs) And she told me she was a professional poker player. That's the craziest woman you can date. A hundred percent. A man and a poker player. A poker player. Different well, kind she of pokes him too. Yeah. Different kind of poker. Uh, someone else said, look up a guy's social media before I started dating him. After he commented somewhere that he hated animals, I immediately blocked him. Oh, F anyone that doesn't like animals. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a weird character trait. Mm-hmm. Voice changing technology as we go to the next anonymous call. Hi, anonymous. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Wondering what you found in a background check on someone that made you not want to date them. Yeah, so for legal proceedings, i got to switch around some details here. But a friend of mine actually uh, found a Tinder girl, ended up hooking up with her a couple of times. And then he was telling me that when he broke it off with her, she started getting like a little crazy and obsessive and, and telling him that she was late. And so I was like, hey, man, like I got your back. Like Let me, let me look up this girl. What's her name? Looked it up on Google. Turns out that this girl had a history of, you know, faking pregnancies, uh, accusations, false accusations of assaults for guys who didn't want to date her, impersonating police officers. Like, we are talking clinically mm. psychotic. Oof. He dodged a bullet yeah, there. The rough yeah. One. yeah, no, for real. He, he got a restraining order out on her, and uh, hopefully it goes away now. But, yeah, it was a little, little too late. Should have done the research beforehand. Oh, for sure. Mm. All right, dude. Thanks for calling in. I think guys are much less likely to do this than women are. Guys just so want to get laid. I'd mm-hmm. probably go the whole relationship not even knowing. <laughs> He'd be calling by the wrong name the whole time. We're just thinking different ways, right? We're not thinking, of, well, what has she done? We're thinking, oh, she's hot. <laughs> I'm surprised at all the calls from guys we have. I know. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I, the one, this last caller, he was so scared of the woman, he had to go voice changer. Voice changing yeah. technology. Yeah. And said it was his buddy. He said it was his buddy, too. Buddy. Yeah. Tinder dates. Yeah. Gotta be careful. Yikes. Um, someone texted us, uh, we're talking about if you've run a background check on someone that made you stop dating them. Um, this guy said, yeah, I did. And I found out Mandy was once Matthew. I was floored. That's something you've got to reveal. Yeah, you need to know that. That's a, that's a upfront info kind of situation there. Live your life how you like, but let people know that you used to have a wiener. Why do I feel like Chuck's uh, if Tinder dating could go wrong and he didn't need voice changing technology for the rest oh, of the maybe show? That was him. Maybe yeah, that, that was Chuck. <laughs> Chuck calling from home. I've got a buddy. Clinically psychotic. Some sort of legal proceedings. He asked me not to mention it. <laughs> hey, Jason, it's Chuck. If you could just put a different name on it. That's why he took the day off. He's hiding from his Tinder date gone wrong. That's Chuck Love. Seriously. 100%. If anyone's Tinder date is going to go psycho, it's Chuck. (laughs) Now that he's back in the dating world. (laughs) I I can only imagine. God bless him. God bless him. Imagine what he's dealing with. (laughs) (laughs) You know he'll never tell us about most of it. Nope. On a regular line here, uh, back to that, we got Mark in Boston. Hey, Mark. Hey, how's you doing, guys? We're doing pretty good. You run a background check on someone and find something? Well, it was a little bit different. We, uh, my wife and I had a 
mutual uh, couple friend uh, about our same age. They had kids. The kids all played together. You know, he used to go over to their pool. Uh, real cool couple. After about eight or nine years, it seems like things were going bad with him. She ran a background check on this guy. He had like a 22-page record. Wow. Like cocaine, abuse, beatings. And, you know, I mean, this guy was one of the nicest guys I ever thought of. You know, we used to do favors for one another. And like I say, the her kid, uh, their kids were over my house. My kids were over their house. Never would have known. So Complete what happened to them? Life. Are they done? Uh, well, they, well, that's, yeah, that's done. Yeah. All done. Wow. They, uh, there was no coming back from that. No. For sure, dude. Thanks for calling in. Okay, let me ask you guys this. What would you do? Went on a couple of dates, smoking hot, like good girl type girl. Next time we were going to hang out, I got a little suspicious, so I did some research. Found her secret Twitter and quite the OnlyFans page for her amazing booty. Would well, you continue? Man, that's just all, all about the power of that booty. I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how, how good is the booty? <laughs> Where is your line? Yeah. I think most guys would continue. Most Maybe guys you, if it's like an like, OnlyFans where it's just them with their body, I don't have as much a problem mm-hmm. with that as if they were obviously banging somebody else. Right, getting railed by someone. I guess it depends on how emotionally attached I am to the booty uh, and the girl that owns it. <laughs> but I feel like if I were to discover that, depending on where I was, I'd be like, mm, peace out. Like, I want to be the only one who gets the yeah. glimpse of the booty. Yeah, and, share the booty. Yeah, yeah don't, don't share the, the booty. <laughs> one more call here. John's in Massachusetts. Hi, John. Uh, ripcord. Ripcord. What did you discover? Well, me and my uh, me and my girl are swingers, and uh, we hooked up with a couple. And uh, well, uh, we had a good time. Whatever, everything went well. And then we looked them up, and come to find out, the guy was a cross dresser, uh, cross dresser that got busted for prostitution twice out in Boston. I mean, should you be that shocked, John? <sighs> Well, I, I, if we continue to see him, what would have happened? What, what I mean, do you think could happen? You think that the the man would have been up in your business? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I mean, if he dresses up like a woman and prostitutes himself, we it, it, simplest guy. He, he was a businessman, very well mannered. So you're okay with him railing the hell out of your wife, but his dick better be nowhere near you. Well, that's a different story, but I didn't know we got busted for prostitution oh, twice. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, man. Is it because there's more of a risk of an STD or something? Like what? What's the book with the prostitution? We're trying part? to understand how a swinger who openly swings with another couple draws the line at cross-dressing prostitutes. Like, are you worried you're going to show up to the swinger party dressed as a woman? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> And I just didn't want him trying something on me. Obviously, he likes men, and I didn't know that. Right. Okay. All right, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I, I can't, I'll never be able to understand the swinger lifestyle. I no. Guess. That's a crazy no. one. Yeah. I guess you can swap partners, but you don't want dongs in your face. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's concerned with the prostitution but, thing and bringing some sort of a disease into the the party right. like that. I, I, I can I understand. But I feel like that's a risk you take, and also the swinger yeah. world, right? Mm-hmm. They're swinging. But yeah, if he's worried, you know, if he's not guarding his back door, someone's going to sneak in. Then I, I get where you're coming from, man. <laughs> okay, all right. 
to each their own. We'll take a break here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. And when we come back in just a moment, Ask Dave and Chuck is up next. What's the update on the guy whose ex would do any sexual thing he wanted? Should a listener talk to her teenager about self-pleasure toys? And after being married 12 years, what has one listener never done with her husband? We'll find out when we return in a moment here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. The one place I've went to in the past several months, and it was the worst drive through location I've ever been to in my life. Uh, Longest wait, rudest people, worst food. I yeah. couldn't believe it. It was like a blind child made the chicken sandwich. Oh, and okay. I just remembered why they did that to me. I asked for my spicy chicken sandwich with no bun, just wrapped in lettuce. Oh, get out of here. Oh, man. Get no out of here. What did you expect? Yeah. Especially you where you were. Detail out. They were like, uh, what? That's a crazy request. I don't think it's easy for them Maybe. to put that into the computer. They're probably just like, yeah, let's rotate your tires, too, while we're here. Like, yeah. Wrap a burger and lettuce. What's he want? Get this. He ordered a chicken sandwich. He does not want a bun. He doesn't want a bun. What's he want? What he wants it? you to wrap it in lettuce. Oh, my God. I ain't never heard nothing like I it. I never even imagined such a thing. He knows it's a spicy, spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> Calling it a sandwich means it's got a bun. Right? Yeah, well, I so I might as well just paint up the Mona Lisa for him, too. That's what I said. I don't well, even know how to charge this man. So Dave's like, that made no God blessed sense. No what was happening? They didn't know what to do. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Sixteen on a Thursday morning. Check the freak is out today. Hopefully, he'll be back with us tomorrow morning. Time for ask Dave and Chuck right now. Coming up, should a listener talk to her teenager about self pleasure toys? After being married twelve years, what has a female listener never done with her husband? But up first, an update on the guy whose ex would do any sexual thing he wanted. Now, if you don't remember this, we actually uh, this was a peep show. That we did a while ago because it turned into sexual charades. Uh, everyone's favorite party game. Uh, here's how it played out a bit if you missed it. You start off by saying, love the show. Uh, I have a situation going on that's not your ordinary situation. And you guys are perfect for giving advice on these things I found. So I'm a 24-year-old guy that's divorced. My ex is the sluttiest of sluts. Congratulations. <laughs> Definitely a part of the Legion. I learned that after just two and a half years of marriage. She lied to me about how many guys she was with. She's been with all ages. Let's just say she pretty much does anything. Mm-hmm. So to me, she is absolute trash. I mean, long story short, she's just not a great person. For some reason, though, she'll still do anything for me. And when I mean anything, I'm talking sexually. Mm, yes. Now, I don't absolutely see a future with her whatsoever, but I've been so stuck on her doing things for me like make videos of anything i ask for Ooh. <laughs> yes dave what? oh my yes, god david. what david just what? Uh, i can't say david you know with the <laughs> the full he'll say it like the full hand yes yes oh. yes yes um, yes the Hold on, this is kind of like a charades. It's kind of like charades. Anything he wants. (laughs) (laughs) That 
That's terrible. I don't know what that is. It could mean anything. Yeah. It could mean two things. Mm-hmm. I think we know. So yeah. fountain time. Mm-hmm. Fountain time. Little. <laughs> I don't mean- Around play. <laughs> Back play. Back play. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're getting it. Dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. It has a trace. It is. Yeah. Double. 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 Yeah. Appreciate Jason didn't zoom in yeah. on me on that double. one. Yeah. Double. Yeah. Double. Double. I got you, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> I love dirty charades. Okay. One okay. more thing uh-huh. she gets her to do. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Sounds I'm like. I'm going to need a tool for this. Okay. All right. All right. He's making like a paper airplane. Or he's carving. So he's cutting. He's he's actually cutting something out of a piece of paper. It's exciting. It's like watching magic. Uh-huh. Oh. Glory. Glory. <laughs> glory hole. Yes. Glory, yes. glory hole. Yes. Dave built a glory hole. Dave built a glory hole. Yes. Amazing. Can I wow. buy that glory hole after the show? Yeah. 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 Can you hear him carving it out? <laughs> It's a news glory hole. I didn't know what he was going to do. I was like, is he making a paper swan? Is he? Is it origami? What is this? I was with bated breath. I wait. So that led from this guy's first email. I got okay. Dave almost performed on a pen through a glory hole. Yes. I know. Well, I did more graphic right. things than I remember ever doing. Well, like, I zoomed in on you uh, doing the glory hole. Yeah, not the yeah. Double you so. did not zoom in on me having the double dongs, Going but skiing. you did zoom in on me giving... And a, a fake BJ, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Jason. <laughs> Quality. I just, I don't forget. I don't remember, I mean, anything from that no. situation uh, right there. But that was his first email. He was, had a girl, was an ex, and still had a woman who would do anything for him. And I think we said, well, if it's not hurting things, go for it. Sure. Right? Yeah, if you can, you know, say. as long as there's no, she doesn't really want anything more from you and is willing to do every sexual yeah. thing you could ever think of, then why not do it? So he finally, that was um, a while back, a couple of years ago, actually, he followed up yesterday. He said, I emailed you guys a couple of years ago about my situation. My ex would do anything I would ask, anything. Turned into you guys doing dirty charades. Well, I thought I'd give you a little heads up how things are now. About a couple of months after you guys talked about it, I had to stop the whole thing. To be honest, I wasn't really happy with how things are going, and I realized I should probably wrap it up. But I did get her to do two other things that are extremely dirty. (laughs) I'm not going to try and charade these ones out because it'd be too tough for you guys to figure out. Don't have enough props for it. No. The first thing I had her do was tape herself getting gangbanged by three... Heavily endowed men, I'll say. Okay. They all destroyed her and, um, you know, did their business all over her. The last dirty thing was those three guys took her to the shower and relieved themselves. Oh, they had to wash off the mess they just made in the bedroom. I guess. Okay. After that, I just thought she was filthy. It took all that. So wait a second. He had her do that. Yeah, didn't he request it? Like those were his requests, it sounds like. First thing I had her do was blank. Yeah. But maybe he was hoping she'd say no. I don't know. I don't know. I can't get in the or Maybe he here. thought it was going to cause a different kind of feeling in his nether regions than what it caused. He said, after I saw it for myself, 
I just couldn't think of her as being the filthiest woman alive. Usually when you email into the show, that's you're trying to get out. You're trying to let we you want us to say, don't do it. Right. But we didn't do that. We didn't. We're like, go for it. Have, <laughs> have a blast. Uh, he said, after I saw her in that light, I had to wrap it up. So fast forward a couple of years. I'm living a, just a normal life now. I guess she's busy with a sugar daddy, probably getting railed by other guys still. My life is way more normal and I'm happy. I just thought you guys would enjoy the follow up. That's good. Thanks for your advice. We forgot all anymore. about it until yeah, now. Me too. But, was, it like, <laughs> was that two years ago? Is that like. Yeah, this, we've been through a lot. I know. It's been a, I, you, I was looking at the video. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was before everything. I think I'm only 155 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember whole chapters of <laughs> shows we've done. No, it's super crazy. Yeah. I don't remember setting up a fake glory hole. Like that is. Yeah. I don't just, remember either. We just we do this every no. day, and I feel like I just delete it at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. okay, done with that one. It is something. On. Something they they, they could do it like a study on us. I bet because there is something going on something. with that. Because yeah. I I literally I never did this exact job before I got on your guys' show, and it was like you know I I don't know. It, you're just not prepared for it, Anna. Yeah. You no. just forget everything. Dude, I can't even remember stuff that we do, like when I'm trying to write up a description for the podcast. I'm like, oh, what did we talk about? And there was something to do with an old man and something. Oh, <laughs> uh, what, what was he using about? It's because driving? we're just, we're, there's so many different topics we talk about in one, one show. How do you keep them all up there? It, I, think. <laughs> I think it does. You can't, there's no room for the storage for all of it <laughs> up there. All right. Now on to our next email that came in to email at DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. This is a female listener. And she says, so my 17-year-old son came to me last night saying masturbation isn't cutting it for him anymore. Wow. (laughs) He he burned through it already. Uh (laughs) He's 17. I literally know nothing about men's sex toys and what's out there. So I suggested just off the top of my head that he buy a fleshlight because I've heard you guys talk about it. My question is, will that do it for him? Is that the best way to go? Do you have any suggestions for something better? I'm seeking advice from James, I guess, here. Oh, boy. The most. Also, should I worry this is going to ruin real sex for him? Should I get it for him? Why are you talking oh, man. This is the weirdest. About that. It's has so anyone, does, has so anyone ever personal. talked to their parents about it? Masturbation to No, us. maybe this. she should ask her son to talk to your friends about masturbation. <laughs> Instead of your mother. Ah, uh, wow. That's wild. I can't even fathom the idea of talking to my mom about possibly purchasing me a fleshlight. Just, just regular plain old hand stuff. Can you imagine under the tree on it. Christmas morning? Well, that'd be a great Christmas. Open up a fleshlight like, from your parents? I'd be pretty excited. But it'd No, be would you weird. really? You'd be embarrassed. You wouldn't yeah, be that excited. Would be embarrassment. But deep down in my mind, I'm like, oh, I might even get to see what sex feels like for once. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's really weird that this came from This Santa. came from, yeah. In my Santa. stocking. Santa. Dirty Santa. Um, I don't... Yeah, I feel like he's 17 and he's, his hand or whatever he's doing isn't working. I don't know if you, you want to... I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. Why is he talking to his mom about I this? have no idea. The whole like situation... And really she doesn't disturbing. seem like it's too weird to her. Yeah, yeah, no, she's emailing a show asking... That's real weird. Rather than... Which again? I know some Google. people have open relationships with their kids, and they're comfortable talking to them about a lot of stuff, which is great, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that with my kids. I try to be, but there's still limits. I never ever would talk about which sex toys there they should, should limits, use, yeah. and I know they'd never want to hear that from me. Mm-hmm. 
That's something I'd be like, this is something you need to discover on your own, little Johnny. You need to figure out what you need to yeah. do to I handle that. Th- I think maybe you're very open, lady, but listen, I think that's where you have to draw the line. Say, listen, that I know it's it's you know, don't make him feel bad for touching himself. Correct, it's just a yeah. part of life. But also say that that's something I'm not comfortable getting involved in. So mm-hmm. maybe do some research online. You know, I'm sure there's lots of reviews for things online. But one, don't suggest what one he should use, and two, do not purchase it for him. If he's just if he's pleasured himself that much, maybe uh, limit the, t- the amount of time you're looking at pornography. On Honestly, the that's the biggest concern. Mm-hmm. If he has been pleasuring himself so much that he can't finish that way anymore, he's that's a porn thing. I bet right. He's leading mm-hmm. to a life of erectile dysfunction, yeah. right? And I don't know that getting him a toy, a device to make it better, is going to help the situation. I almost feel like you might want to look into him being addicted to pornography or something like that. Like, that might be more of a an issue than it is anything else. It's just else. crazy to hear, like, a mother, look at look at a sex toy, like it's like a pair of shoes that's in yeah. style. Oh, she's calling exactly. She's like, which one's the best? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, actually, ma'am, uh, the uh, the anal fleshlight is oh. the number one oh, rated amongst our, uh, nope. um, our customers. But uh, we do hear good reviews on the mouth. And the actual uh, traditional location. <laughs> Please don't get involved in your kid's self-pleasure life. That is up for them to figure out. Everyone before him has managed to figure it out themselves. Yeah, that's a... Yep. So he can as well. There are times when you don't need to share everything. The next email that comes into us says, uh, Hey guys, I've been married for 12 years and my husband and I have never done something. Have sex. Wait, what? And you're not married, technically, right? I have never had sex with my husband. In tw- 12 years? They've been married 12 years. They've never had sex. Huh? Is it a medical? We're Why? both in our early 50s. This is a second marriage for both of us. When we first dated, he told me his first wife was so afraid to have sex that he was traumatized and could only finish with oral. So I figured I could fix him. Well, I've never even tried because he refuses. I still thought eventually he'd come around. So we got married. And I know in hindsight, that's stupid. But now 12 years later, he doesn't want anything. I've moved to my own room because he snores anyway. And if there's no chance of sex, why sleep there and just have a bad night's sleep? I've tried talking to him, even to the point that I've asked if we should just get divorced. It's been five years since we've even hugged or kissed now. That's weird. He claims now he's incapable and isn't interested. I've asked him to talk to a doctor who gave him Viagra. He never even tried it, but told him to lose weight and he'd probably be fine. I put us both on a diet. I started working out thinking it was my issue. He didn't lose much weight, and he still doesn't come near me. He says he's just outgrown sex, which almost made me choke up a bit. <laughs> Are you okay? You know, sentimental over oh, there. Outgrown it? What? You gave a tissue. And she says that sounds ridiculous to me. I'm still interested in sex, though I honestly probably not with him anymore at this point. I'm pretty sure he isn't cheating. I know where he is and what he's doing pretty much all of the time. So maybe at this point, do I ask for a hall pass? I don't think we should get divorced. A marriage of convenience can still work for us. We both care about each other. I know he cares about me. We both help each other. 
It's just that at this point, we're more like brother and sister, and I don't want to go the rest of my life without sex. Please give me some advice. Divorce, divorce, divorce. Nine, three yeah. times and you're done in some countries. And too bad it's not the way you're here. The guy has some major issues. Major issues. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird to say you were traumatized because you couldn't have sex with your last wife. I don't know. I, I, to me, I'd be even more horned up. Yeah. Like, we yeah. just went, however many years I was married to this woman, she was traumatized. We couldn't have sex. I'd be so horned up right now. Like... He's older and overweight, and I mean, she—he's not that into the sex part of the relationship. So, well, I mean, she's not going to get her needs though. fulfilled. Then Mm-mm. she needs to bail. And maybe you know, if he's really given up on it, then maybe um, like he'd be cool with her going around. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Some people are cool with that. Some people are. I, it, it depends on your situation. You may know him better, obviously, but um, he may not be. I. Uh, she doesn't want to get divorced, though. That's the thing. Did she say something about anything about couples therapy? No, she said uh, they've talked and she's asked him to talk to a doctor, which he did, and gave him Viagra and told him to lose weight. But outside of that. But he wouldn't take the Viagra. No. So that's interesting. Yeah, because he's he not, doesn't he's need not to. Do it. He's not doing his part to help the situation, mm-hmm. this guy. Not at all. She's. What else can you do? If he's not willing to try to take some steps to try to improve also, then it's kind of a lost cause. Are you in your early 50s? Your sex life should not be over. So, I don't know. You only get one chance at this thing. I say, move on. There's there's too many problems here. You deserve to have to be fulfilled in life. And if you're not completely fulfilled, which you're not... Having a relationship with the person's more like a brother that you're not completely fulfilled. I'd say move on. And go find a young stud to fill you in, lady. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it's been twelve years. Like they have so never had sex. Never like, had if Does she it... wants to waste another twelve years. You, uh, know. you at least have sex, you know, in the beginning. Even if oh some you know, you hear about couples where it fades right. off. Mm-hmm. But you had sex, a sex life, an active sex life at some point. Yeah. She's never had anything. Didn't do mouse stuff in the beginning either? Well, I see that's kind of vague because she kind of alludes to that, that he could only finish with oral. And to me, that sounds like an excuse just because to get more BJs. She goes lady. on to say, um, now 12 years later, he doesn't want anything. So maybe it, she just performed on him for several years. I'm flabbergasted. I am too. <laughs> I mean, that's an incredible lady. If she entered a marriage, there's been no sex, and she just was willing to orally pleasure him whenever he wanted for a while until he got bored of that, too. There's so many guys that are willing to take her up and show her a good time that are texting in. Let me tell you. Want to knock the cobwebs off. And in this day and age, you'll have no problem finding someone online to fulfill your needs. So, um, listen, your life, you do what you want to do. If you want to try and ask him for a hall pass, I say go for it if you're not ready to get divorced. But if he says no... You're wasting your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he obviously doesn't care about your needs at all. So you've got to move on. And good luck. I guess let us know what happens, what goes down. Hmm. It's just a very bizarre thing to be in a marriage with. Everyone thinks he's gay. Oh. And I guess that could be it. But, well, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe. It seems possibly. Like- like, why would he want to live that life of, like, secrecy, too? And he but. can only finish that one, one way. Mm-hmm. In oral. Yeah. Huh. 
That's good. That actually might he, that guy might be gay. He could be. <laughs> so there's a possibility there. So I just but that's not just fair to, to her. No, it's no. not at all. Either way, you're in a bad situation. So you got to reconsider it. One more here. This person says, "Keep me anonymous." I'm currently in the best relationship of my life. She's gorgeous, great job, genuine good girl, but not to the point of it's like sickening. But in the bedroom, things are different from my previous experience. To be clear, and maybe most importantly, we do have an active sex life. That's not the issue. However, she initiates absolutely nothing. From a kiss to a hand in the right area, she won't unless I force it. When it gets going, she's engaged. But she never, ever initiates it until I force the situation. Now, I'm not trying to be greedy because everything is going well. But it's weird. I'm a bit weirded out to be the lone sex initiator. I know I'm not Jason Momoa by any means, but I'm a good-looking guy, and I'm used to my girlfriends being into me and initiating sometimes. Not sure if I'm overthinking it or if this is a red flag, but I'm turning to you guys for help. It might be just her and her self-confidence to initiate. I mean, she knows she's not, you're not going to say no, but sometimes it's hard for people to initiate. I don't know. Right? I think some girls expect it to be your job. Like I think so too. Start initiate it, right? I think there are several women that think that. Because um, I think for a long time, I think it was if they initiated it, then you could be like, "Oh, she's a bit whorish, isn't she?" <laughs> you know, there was like a long time where I think that chicks were judged for something like right. That. So mm-hmm. they'd be afraid to so. admit they wanted sex. And there's a lot of guys that won't initiate too. You, you find oh, that sure. as well. Yeah, so. it can go both ways, no doubt. Um, I don't think that you're being greedy. I think you do want. To have the person in your life that, you know, think of them as being so attracted to you that they want sex, they want to have sex with you. So I think that's fairly normal thought. If you're never having someone else start it, then that's probably a bad thing. Has he ever asked her, hey, how come you don't initiate sex? Then that's, he he never mentions that they've talked about it. So I think that's where you... Maybe that's it. Maybe she's got some good old lady guilt or whatever it is. And if you just say, hey, it'd be nice from time to time for you to start things off. Yeah, and yeah. tell her how to you know, start it slow. Hey, just put your hand right on my crotch. Right. Slow, just put it right that's, on the crotch. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's literally all it takes. Just look put, at me put with your hand on eyes. it. Yep, and we'll be, we'll be good and to go. things will be good. Yep. And that could turn your whole relationship around. Because right. everything else sounds amazing. Yeah. It's just that she never initiates. But Show I, them the sign. I think if you bring it up and let her know that that's something you'd really appreciate... Then hopefully she'll she'll do it from now. She may not even be aware that that's the way it's always happened. Yeah, may not she even might be. Not know. She may not realize. All I gotta do is walk so. down the stairs in your underwear. I know. Okay, it's time to do it. <laughs> it's pretty simple. You're ready? Yep. <laughs> that's all it takes. If you ever want to reach us, you can email at daveandchuckthefreak is the best way to do it. We'll take a break, and when we come back in a moment, what did the first patient to communicate through a brain implant ask for? Is the tramp stamp making a comeback? And the Times of India, all on the way when we return in a moment on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. So Netflix has done a couple of these really well, the docuseries like uh, Making a Murderer. But they're warning people not to watch their newest docuseries, Confessions with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes alone. They Ted say Bundy it's too re- disturbing. Watching it alone, it didn't freak me out at all. Mm. I feel like if you're afraid to watch this, then you shouldn't be watching serial killer stuff anyway. Yeah. Like you're too sensitive. Yeah, I'll tell you, the only thing that scares me is the news. <laughs> the real life. The news is, yeah, <laughs> the, the only thing right. that scares me is current events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the lights on! Stand there, John! What are you doing, you maniac? 
back. Oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, God, Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. Do you see how stupid everybody is? Oh, God. Do you see how stupid everybody is? Oh, God, you're That's so right. It. You're yeah. right. It's terrifying. You're right. <laughs> that is the last thing that is true. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. On a Thursday morning on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Chuck the Freak is out today. Coming up, we got to check in the news. What did the first patient to communicate through a brain implant ask for? Is the tramp stamp making a comeback? And will your local coffee shop soon not give you a cup? Let's find out as we check the news. Checking in with the morning report. I'm Dave Hunter. It is time now for a check of the news. A semi-truck driver hauling what everyone else thought was produce was caught with a lot more at the Ambassador Bridge, including a loaded gun and some meth. A 36-year-old U.S. man driving a commercial semi-truck was stopped the other day for a routine outbound inspection, according to U.S. Customs and Border Protection. That's when officials discovered a loaded 9mm handgun, along with an additional loaded magazine inside the cab. When they inspected the driver, they found a glass pipe containing white residue and a small baggie with a white powdery substance inside. The man was taken to a cargo facility. That's when the substance tested positive for meth. They turned the guy over to the Detroit Police Department, along with his gun, ammunition, magazine, meth, and glass pipe. He wasn't even smuggling. Nothing. Yeah. It just sounds just, like he liked to party. Yes. <laughs> he wanted to be awake on the road. Yeah. <laughs> long haul to deliver. <laughs> no one's going to steal his lettuce that day, yeah. let me tell you. That's cool. What balls, though, to go through customs? Yeah, with stuff like that? Yeah. Or, he just said he just, he, because he wasn't smuggling, he probably wasn't worried about that. A Florida man arrested after Florida Highway Patrol found him in possession of more than $340,000 worth of drugs. Again, just because of a traffic stop, he got busted. Uh, troopers conducted a traffic stop on a Dodge Charger on I-75 northbound in Sumter County for unlawful speed, following too close, and illegal window tint. Well, all the drug smugglers have illegal window tints. <laughs> As troopers approached the driver, a 28-year-old guy, Travis Thurston, said, uh, the cop said they noticed the smell of burnt marijuana from inside the car. So the driver was detained while troopers searched the vehicle. They found several boxes of drugs, including 34 grams of packaged marijuana and $4,500 in his underpants. That's where your money has been. Yeah. In some dude's underpants. Oh, money is gross. Yeah. The value of the drugs, there was also, I don't know what this is, you guys. Cathinone? I don't know. I'm not familiar with nope. No. Sit almost eight pounds of cathinone? Like, that's got to be where the money is because 34 grams of marijuana is not very much. What is it? 34, 34 grams is it's an amphetamine. Huh. So it's like math. It is yeah. some sort of meth-type substance. Yeah, uh, The value of the drugs, yeah, $343,000. The value of the marijuana, $694. So it's all whatever this is. Uh, he was arrested for trafficking, renting a vehicle for the purpose of drug trafficking, 
possession of marijuana under 20 grams and possession of drug paraphernalia. So the rental vehicle had a legal window tint? Yeah, that's really, that's, you don't see that a lot. You sure don't. Was it a rental from a different state where it's legal? Is legal? Could yeah. be. Because I know tint is, certain tints are legal in Canada and Ontario that aren't legal when you cross the border. Correct, yeah. And I know certain tints are legal in Arizona and Florida that aren't legal in Michigan. I never understood that just for the risk of getting pulled over. like Having tint. Yeah, because it's so like, you could have technically probably the legal tint in mm-hmm. your state still get pulled over. and still yep. get pulled over because the cop doesn't know that it's like, or it might be like right on the line. So if you got tint in Arizona yes. and you drove to Michigan. Yep. Cops in Michigan could pull you over, Correct, even though you got it in a different state. Yes, and then give me a ticket, and I've gotten a ticket before for yeah, that same thing. Oh, wow. Have so. to conform to the roads of yeah. the state that they're on. Yep. And uh, like back in the day when I had like in this tint that I had when I had my, got my vehicle from Arizona and came back, that tint wasn't even as dark as the tint I had in my old G6, the one that I hit the paraplegic in. And going to a music festival out in New York and driving back, I got pulled over in Pennsylvania because my windows were tinted, but. The cop or the trooper there didn't give me a ticket. Just said, hey, just, just so you know, the tint in your windows is illegal in our state. Mm. I was like, well, it's totally legal in Michigan, sir. People are saying what this guy had, by the way, is fake Molly. Oh, oh fake really? Molly. Yeah. Oh. Says That's it's what a, they're saying. Says it's an amphetamine. I know. So, But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. The fake Molly is real weird. But if you have like almost 400 grand in drugs and cash in your car... Follow the rules of the road. I want a street legal vehicle, please. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You were following too close. You were speeding and you had a legal window tint. Yeah. I'm going the speed limit. I'm using my turn signal. I got no tint in the windows. Even if he had, he probably wouldn't have got pulled over. It was just for tint, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you stick out when you're speeding and zooming in and out of lanes yep. and and then you get busted. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to the ER, a woman's hand in the UK was left looking like a cartoon shark head. Oh, no. After doctors sewed the appendage inside her stomach to try and fight a vicious infection. She's been chronicling what's been going on with her on TikTok. The 34-year-old woman said, I wasn't aware my hand was going to look like a shark's head till it had actually been released from my abdomen. Here's what it looks like. There's the video. Oh, like, do you see? Oh, it's almost like lobster hands. Yes. But it does look like, if you look close, like the shark. You see the shark's eye, shark's mouth? I mean, to be honest, it looks like a submarine sandwich. So she had like some flesh-eating disease. <laughs> Here's what happened. Um, Christmas Day, she went to the hospital after experiencing sharp pain in her kidney. Doctors diagnosed her with a kidney stone, transferred her to the emergency ward to remove it. Disaster struck during the operation. Uh, her limbs became afflicted with sepsis, a life-threatening condition that occurs when the body attempts to fight off infection and ends up attacking and damaging its own tissues. It's the leading cause of death in hospitals, often resulting from complications during surgery. So in order to save her life, they put her in a medical coma for 11 days. They ended up amputating all the fingers on her left hand. Mm. Doctors then sewed her hand inside a pouch in her abdomen to maintain the blood flow. And that's how she ended up with this cartoon shark-looking hand situation. Mm, she got a future as a hand puppeteer. I guess she does. <laughs> hey, kids, it's Sharky the Hand Shark. She is, like, she's <laughs> joking around with it in her TikTok, and that's 
pretty amazing. I don't know if I I'd be the know same. If I would be doing that. It's always crazy to me when they sew stuff inside you. Like, yeah, it's so weird <clears throat> that the science is there. Like, how do they even think? Like, how do they even come up with that idea to to sew that into your body? Yeah, it's a crazy advance. It is. If they hadn't done it, she probably would have lost her whole hand. Mm-hmm. Right. This way, she just loses some fingers. Yeah, that sucks. Lost some fingers and gained a hoagie bun on yeah. the top of her hand. <laughs> like a bun. Yeah. Poor lady. Poor woman, yeah. It sucks. That's brutal. But I guess you're alive. Right? Yeah. Even though you got a baby shark hand, you're still alive. <laughs> no, oh my God. In other medical news, this is also pretty amazing. In a first-of-its-kind study, scientists were able to communicate with a late-stage ALS patient Using a brain implant. And what's the first thing he asked for? A cheesy gordita crunch. No, that'd be you, <laughs> James. He asked to listen to a Tool album oh, wow. loudly. That's crazy. That's cool. As it progresses, this neurological disease um, can rob sufferers of their ability to communicate. Eventually, they just are no longer able to speak. They can't even use an eye tracking camera to share their thoughts at a certain point. So it could be months or even years where they can't communicate, wow. which is absolutely horrible. But this 36-year-old man with ALS started working with a research team at a university in Germany when he could still move his eyes. And he dispre- expressed desire to undergo this implantation procedure so he could continue to communicate. After his wife and sister consented to the surgery, they inserted electrode rays into the portion of the brain that controls movement. And finally, after several months, they were able to communicate with him. I wonder if he wanted to watch Fear or listen to Fear Inoculum because he hadn't, like, oh, you know, you no, thought he might die before it, it actually it? came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had uh, dozens of thoughts, including, I love my son, and I would like to listen to the album by Tool loud. It's the best way to listen to it. Yeah, it was the new album, I bet, that he wanted to listen to. He was like, oh, I'm alive! There's a new Tool album! Yeah. Play it loud! It's just like a me in a coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some ethical concerns here as well. As for the Tool-loving patient, scientists say that his ability to spell has diminished. And he mostly now can communicate through just yes or no questions. But they promise to maintain the device as long as he's able to utilize it. I'd say, I don't know. I mean, I hope I'd never want to be in that situation. Of course, no one would. But if I'm going to be and I can't pull the plug in myself, I guess I'd like people to know what I'd like and what I don't like. I always do find it interesting the first thing people ask for uh, after a coma. Mm Because it's so weird. Like, no, comas are hard to understand. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what it's done to your brain. Just like, listen to the new Tool album. So that means he was thinking about that Tool album. For oh, quite a while. Right? Yeah. For quite a while. On his mind quite a bit. I guess he asked for beer and coffee too. Ooh. Oh yeah, you'd like you if you like one. if you like those things, <laughs> you'd like them both. I'm not sure if they give you that stuff. I don't know about. Do they? Can coffee. you get beer? Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, coffee. I think they'd give you. Yeah, they'd give you coffee. But beer. Yeah, beer. Yeah. I hate this, and I'm on my way out. Give me whatever the hell I want. That might be something the wife or child has to sneak in. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. No, no one's looking. A beer for dad. Yep. Uh, we've discussed this on the show several times through the years, but now the male contraceptive pill 
is now 99% effective. Wow, it's almost as effective as an actual condom. In a move that could see men take birth control. The breakthrough findings were presented at the spring meeting of the American Chemical Society, uh, actually this morning. The scientific development came as a result of testing the non-hormonal pill on mice. No side effects have been reported as a result of those tests. An issue that came up in the past, and guys are wondering, well, what's going to happen yeah, if I take this my pill? My ball's going to yeah. fall off? Are things just going to stop forever? Up until now, the only options for birth control available to men have been condoms or vasectomies. That means it's been meant to women to carry the burden of contraception, whether that be from hormone injections, a daily pill at the same time each day, or having a copper coil inserted into them. But several years ago, this male contraceptive pill passed its first round of human safety tests, and now this morning, they've declared it 99% effective. Hmm. The side effects will be... Well, the only typical ones, they say, it's very similar to the female pill. Weight gain and possibly depression. Mm. (laughs) That's such a crazy thing. It's like, how are you going to have sex if you're fat and depressed? I'm not having any sex. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's a perfect form of birth control. You get too sad and too fat. You won't have any more sex. I'm too fat and sad to have sex. (laughs) Problem solved. Oh, yeah, not going to do it. Now, they say, just keep in mind, you're not taking this for disease prevention. Yeah, just to you're not just have a baby. taking it baby not prevention. to have a baby. I guess it is cool to work work on it. Dudes should probably bear that burden a little bit, too. Yeah, and for me, if it was as easy just taking a pill, you know, I would probably just... You know, take the pill as long as my nuts aren't going to fall off. We wondered, though, if guys would remember, like, can you trust a guy? Yeah, that's another thing about it. Because isn't the the girl one, they have to do it a certain way, right? A certain time time every day. day. Yeah. Yeah. Guys aren't aren't that trustworthy. We're not that reliable. If that was what the burden was, I probably wouldn't be able to do it. Judging by my routine with my high blood pressure medication, I miss those (laughs) quite a few times. Oh, my God. It's definitely little, not little James running all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Don't worry, baby. We got that. We got. I'm, I'm on the pill." Oh, you're pregnant again. Uh, oh, wow. Sorry about I must that. have forgot those wow. pills a few I days. I guess I missed a couple of those pills. Well, don't worry. I'm back on it. Oh, you're pregnant again. <laughs> okay, maybe we. Maybe you should. We should put this on your your plate. You handle the contraceptive stuff. We're gonna take a break. When we come back in a moment, is the tramp stamp making a comeback? And in food news, are you ready for vegan jerky? Ooh. All that and more up after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Scientists named a recently discovered frog after Led Zeppelin. Really? It's called the Pristimantis Led Zeppelin, and it lives in Ecuador. It's about one and a half inches in size with coppery red eyes and multicolored skin. Why they decided to name it after Led Zeppelin, they didn't say. It's like <laughs> it, uh, it has like a weird ribbit or whatever. Yeah. Like, like ah! <laughs> It's a frog. <laughs> A new species of a frog. What is that? That's his mating a call. <laughs> Every morning, the jungles of Ecuador fill with the sound of this frog. What do you call it? The prissy mantis Lady Zeppelin. Seems like that could be annoying. It is yeah. very annoying. We want him to learn some of the lyrics. <laughs> Even if he could be like, it's been a long time since the Rocky Road. <laughs> You, you know, he does something like that, you know, it'll be a lot less annoying, but that's all it does is just the, the scream. 
See? It's too bad. <laughs> Would be better. And we wish he could finish, but he can't. He just hit frog. It's, frog yeah. it's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Coming up on 1012 here on Dave and Chuck the Freak. Can you still squeeze into your old low-ride jeans from the early 2000s? If so, I got some good news for you. Tramp stamps are back again. Yes. <laughs> Lower back tattoos, I guess, are becoming trendy again. A blog post about it is going viral right now. They were the trendiest tattoo you could get in the late 90s, early 2000s. Then people started calling them tramp stamps. Mm-hmm. Wedding Crashers made fun of them. There was a skit on SNL, so they kind of fell out of fashion. Well, I guess they've come back and are coming back in a big way. A tattoo artist says they're getting more and more requests for lower back tattoos now. One woman who recently got one said she put it off for years because there was a stigma, but she finally decided to go for it because she's heard they're cool again. Sweet. I'll have to reach out to my tattoo artist and be like, hey, that tribal <laughs> tramp stamp you drew up for me. Tribal Guess what? Too. It's back in, baby. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah. I think and I hope male tramp stamps will not come back Why in. Why not? I think the men should be able to enjoy the, the beauty of a tramp stamp on themselves as well as the ladies. <laughs> There's to me nothing crazier than see seeing a guy with is a... a it is weird. I haven't seen it. Like if, a, if the dudes have it just usually ironically. I think one of the dudes that's like a, a part of the new Jackass crew, he's got mm-hmm. a bunch of weird tattoos. I believe he has one. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen it. It's not something you see very often... Like, done, like, legitimate. We had a guy, I remember on the show, he had, like, a Detroit Tigers baseball back there. Oh, wow. It's, for me, for, like, a... It's a weird spot for a dude to get a A tattoo. baseball yeah. fan? Yeah. I don't know. There's so many other places on That's your like body. a lost bet, right? <laughs> it's gotta be. It feels like it would be, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the tramp stamp, I don't know. For, it's just not a masculine spot. I mean, for me, like, if I'm getting a tattoo, I want to be able to see it, you know? like I was kind of upset that they started making it seem whorish. Because I was like, I like it. What do you... Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't really bad about it. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's a great thing I think it's to a see sexy a place yeah. to have a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the right girl, absolutely, mm-hmm. I, I think it is. But I think because of its placement above the beehole, mm-hmm. that leads to some questionable thoughts about it, perhaps. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially... My jeans really kicked it, too. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah, and then you could up. see them. Yeah. And especially if you could see, like, the top of the thong oh, and the tramp stamp. Tell me more, Dave. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more about my early 2000, people. late 90s fantasy girls. It's so crazy, though. The woman's been waiting years to get one, and finally she's like, okay, they're back in fashion. I can get my tramp stamp. She's got one all picked out with the rose and some thorns. Um, Fast Eddie's with us here. Hey, Eddie, how are you? Hey, how your mom and them? <laughs> your mom and them doing well. <laughs> you would have come in. Yeah. So when I worked at a restaurant in, uh, in Southgate, um, my, the manager at the time, I thought everybody was joking, but they said he had a tramp stamp. So I asked him, I'm like, hey, man, did you really get a lower back tattoo? He said, yeah. Me and my girlfriend at the time, we were at uh, SeaWorld, so we both got dolphins. He had a dolphin <laughs> oh tramp God. stamp. Oh, my God. Inspired by SeaWorld. <laughs> that is the worst idea ever. As That's a man, awful. you have a dolphin tattooed above your butt I bet two dolphins and they're like nose to nose with mm. like a heart in the middle. Um, romantic. This guy said I had a fellow soldier in the army who had a tramp stamp. It was a memorial tattoo to his grandfather. Right, well, I'm not going to say a word about that man's oh, tattoo. No. Hmm. 
that's a bad that's idea. Strange. If you wanted you to immortalize your lost I one, so. but you're also Different place in the military. Is that so. where, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is that where your grandpa wants <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was at an ultimate Frisbee tournament. Someone said saw a guy with a pink unicorn tramp stamp. Turns out he was a rookie and got it when he was drunk. Wow. I mean. I could see you with that, James, I applaud the artwork. I just, oh, man, just unicorn right above my butt crack. Actually, it does sound pretty cool. Let me write that down. Yeah, write that one down. (laughs) Someone else said a guy I was in school with had a tramp stamp of Michigan that said pure Michigan. Mm. Wow. Right above. Tim Allen approved. The idea of having breakfast in bed is romanticized, but it comes with the risk of crumbs and spills. A lot sexier on vacation in a room with a great view rather than in your dingy bedroom with dirty underwear on the floor. So they ask people, do you like, do you actually like breakfast in bed? Only 29% of Americans do. Only 8% were really fans of it. 63% of us don't like it. 33% say, you know, occasionally it's okay, but they'd rather not. Have it. Women like it way more than men do, by the way. I'd never like it. If you're grabbing I a slice of leftover pizza and you taking it upstairs and you hop in bed and you eat it, is that technically breakfast in bed? Mm, maybe. Okay. Because if that is, I love breakfast in bed. <laughs> it's I just never, too... I never eat breakfast in bed. No. To me, it's too messy. You know, you don't want crumbs in the bed and mm-hmm. yeah. all that jazz. Speaking of food, though, if there's one problem in the world that needs fixing is that now we only have a thousand choices when it comes to cereal, but there's more. Kellogg's just announced two new types of Frosted Flakes. Cinnamon French Toast Frosted Flakes Ooh. and Strawberry Milkshake Frosted Flakes. I don't like that one now, you know I love their chocolate Frosted Flakes. This scares me. They're doing new and improved they're going to make your chocolate frosted chocolate flakes? frosted flakes that's supposed to be even better. Wow. You must have heard that you didn't like it. No, I love it. Oh, you love it? I love their frosted thought... chocolate flakes, but I can't have them because I'll eat but a whole box. But they're making them better? But they See, were already good. That's the problem. That scares me. Either they'll be so much better, I'll be even more addicted, or they're going to screw up a good thing. I hate when they do that sometimes. They'll be like, it's now more delicious, yep. or whatever, and then you're like, what? No. It's, it's like not going, at it's all. It's not. You're lying. <laughs> Bring me back old chocolate frosted flakes. I just saw something that was like that. I can't remember what it is, though. But it's what Coca-Cola did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like new delicious flavor. And I'm like, well, the old delicious flavor was all right. It actually tasted better. I prefer the old flavor. Do they boot like old cereals off the shelves when all these new ones come out? Like there's only so much space in a grocery Absolutely, store. Yeah. Like they'll get phased out. You'll see them on the clearance rack to clearance them out. And once they go past like the Best Buy date, they're usually discarded they're having a lot of trouble i think selling cereal regular cereal that's why they have to keep trying to come up with new fun things uh they've released the images of what they're going to look like but they're not going to be able to buy them yet they say they should hit grocery stores by may the company beyond meat is introducing new plant-based jerky oh They got it. They got it. It's time to wrap it up. Cool your jets a little bit. (laughs) Make the chicken nuggets, you know, chill out. It's fine. (laughs) They say they've mastered hamburgers. They've conquered sausages, meatballs, chicken, and now they're ready to dare you to eat jerky, but not made out of a cow. How long am I going to be farting after I eat this jerky? <laughs> well, it's impossible burger, right? Well, yeah, gas, so. yeah, that's right. Jason it. will have to have it. Uh, they say it's the same salty, tough-on-the-teeth taste, but now it's made completely out of peas and mung beans. Oh. Ooh. Nobody's even ever heard of mung beans, <laughs> and it sounds honestly like a disease. It does. I got Ooh. the mung beans. <laughs> the old mung beans. Jason <laughs> yeah. the worst case of mung yeah. beans. Sounds like a day. bad testicle infection. Yeah. I mean, I ate pulled pork made out of jackfruit, so. 
That's just that's a little stinky. Oh, I want to reach in there and Jason, slap you right now. Yep, fruit with uh, barbecue sauce. It oh, was disgusting. No. Well, it sounds repulsive. Didn't you yeah. have some with some cookies too recently? Yeah, sunflower seed cookies, oh, sunflower Jason. butter cookies. Oh, my gosh. They're not effing cookies. Like? Just sunflower oh. butter cookies. <laughs> I can't. My brain can't put that. Down. <laughs> they are not <laughs> effing <laughs> cookies. We they made a butter issue. out of the sunflower seeds. I think that's what that is. Yeah. Oh my god. Or maybe you squeeze a sunflower and get. Yeah, it. I'll bring you in some. No, no we'll take your word all for right. it. How generous of you. Uh, yeah, there's a picture of. Uh, you can check it out at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com. But that's what this. I mean, they made it look like jerky. I mean, it probably. Everybody that says those like those hamburgers that they have that bleed, yes, <laughs> bleed with some weird vegetable yeah. blood. It's like bee juice or something. Everybody likes those. So, I mean, the Impossible Burger I had was okay. It just okay. I just didn't want to deal with the amount of yeah. farts I have to fart. You know, I'm already gassy enough not eating. Imagine how much mung beans would make you fart. Oh my god, I can't oh. even imagine. I don't I even know where they found them. I lunch myself to farming the moon. these mung beans. Yeah. I feel like they're going to get a big problem with this. Meat-free jerky. It's going to be ass explosions. <laughs> uh, did they look into the fart factor? I don't think so. Probably not. They really should. We'll take a break. And when we come back in just a moment, those crazy Canadians. Was a Canadian lady throwing her poop at some construction workers? We'll find out right after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. I saw someone tweet out a video of a bus in Detroit where the Detroit bus driver stopped the bus and got out to take a cell phone call. And he gets back on, and then the passengers yell at him because they're going to be late for work. He yells back at them. He berates oh, them. No. Baby, I got stuff to do up here. I got calls to make. That's basically what he says. It's not his fault. I'm sure it sucks to be a Detroit bus driver. We've said that. They're looking for 100 bus drivers right now. They've only found six. Probably always looking for 100 <laughs> yeah, exactly. bus drivers. Yeah. So yeah, they just, yeah, they just keep putting that out there. It's got to be hard to become a bus driver then. you got to learn how to drive a bus. I'm just thinking of bus driver training school. Yeah. You guys think you're ready to drive a Detroit bus? Yeah, I think I can drive a Detroit bus. Is that right? You think you can drive a Detroit bus? What are you going to do when somebody throws their feces right on your face when you're driving? I don't know, man. It's scaring me. Yeah, man. It's scary out there. You can't drive no Detroit bus. Yeah, I'm out of here. That's right. You ain't driving no Detroit bus. Oh, man. Detroit bus driver training. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Those crazy Canadians. Police outside of Windsor, Ontario were forced to address a misunderstanding after a woman was accused of flinging poop in Wallaceburg. It's a hell of an accusation. (laughs) The Chatham-Kent Police Service said the other day about 3 in the afternoon, officers responded to a call in the area of Margaret Avenue. A tenant had complained that a fellow tenant was throwing poop at contractors who were there working on the site. However, (laughs) following an investigation, officers learned the 54-year-old woman was not Throwing poop. Oh, it was a false accusation of throwing poop, huh? She was throwing bags of peanut butter to feed <laughs> local squirrels in the area. That's so Canadian. Oh, she's going, squirrels. Hey, squirrels, come get your peanut butter. Everybody knows squirrels so nice. love bags of peanut butter. <laughs> People are watching this go, oh my God. This lady's disgusting. You're this. She's throwing bags of poop. Oh, man. It's definitely poop. Oh, my God. She's 
pooping in bags and throwing it at us. <laughs> Why do those squirrels eat all that poop? <laughs> the squirrels are eating the poop! Oh, they got poop squirrels over here! The woman received a warning from the officers and was advised to stop throwing any objects in the area. I have never heard of people throwing no, bags of peanut no, butter. No, you, you can so throw peanuts. Peanut, the normal. squirrels dig into it? I guess. But and they, eat the peanut butter? They eat the plastic, aren't they? That plastic's going to end up killing them or hurting them, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe she had good intentions. She's a nice Canadian lady. It sounds like just wants to help out some squirrels. Might have been better off if it was really poop. (laughs) (laughs) Those construction workers thought she was flinging poop at them. Luckily, that was not the case. So that's going to do it for us here on this Thursday morning. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on Dave and Chuck the Freak. One should say penis so he can take away the negative power of the word. Yeah, so everybody? Penis. 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 Penis.